What's up, my party people, my guy? What is going on? <clears throat> Do not adjust your television. We're back. Um, oh, man. It has been a minute. You can hear me, right? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, dude, you're good. Actually, um, um, just for um, to talk about what we said about a little bit off screen, your this mic actually sounds better than your other mic. This one <laughs> does. Gonna, the mic you have on right. I think you have a mic on your headphones. No, right? no, I'm right. I'm right here, bro. What's up? Oh, you're right there. Okay, never mind. Oh, you did take that mic back. All right, cool. Show on, show on, show on. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, recording from a different location, uh, mm -hmm. cross town, doing mm -hmm. a little, uh, doing a little house sitting. Um, and, uh, so got to take the show on the road and we are less than, um, a week away, actually a week, almost, um, well, we're less than two weeks away from the opening of San Diego comic-con. Uh, we are exactly one week away from when I will be hitting the road to San Diego. <clears throat> I'm thinking about vlogging it. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll just wait and see. Just keep an eye on our social media, um, platforms and whatnot. Yeah, man. So what's what going on, Jared? What's going on? It's been a minute. I know it has been quite a minute. I know we've been kind of MIA on, on both the socials, all the socials and kind of a couple of podcasts. I've been kind of off, uh, kind of gaming here and there off the channel, but like overall, man, I've just been, um, just been hanging out, just been hanging out, just doing my thing. I've been trying to save money for inevitably everything comes out. I've been wanting to pick up. Like here's the thing, I know we made plans probably paying like Diablo 4 and like some of those games that came out recently. I, I do want to get into Final Fantasy 16, yeah. which came out I think a week ago or two weeks ago now, as well as some other stuff that's coming down the pipeline from there. But other than that, man, just been trying to sell some stuff, get, get, uh, get a little more money, look at some stuff that's going on, on uh, around online right now. Yeah, see right there. Also, not Jared Comics 42, yeah. hit it up. Yeah. Link is in the bio for his eBay page. Yep. Money, uh, the, for the most part, the money goes right back into the show, whatever he makes. Gosh. Plus, you know, Jared's got to pay with those little uh, those little gimmicks in the mail called uh, bills, as <laughs> the great Stone Cold Steve Austin would say. Oh um, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's it's such a weird thing. We're like, and you know, I know I got like a couple couple maybe a couple hundred bucks in the in the bank, and then you know, next day, like, oh yeah, I forget about that bill, and that comes along, just takes yep. some trash of the thing. I'm like, oh, oh okay, then well, that goes down. Been there. I, I been there, done that. I, of course, am Kevin Pillow at Voice and Reason, Voice of Reason twenty three, on mm. all social media platforms. Uh, so I, I think you can tell by the overlay uh, a little bit about what we are going to do today, mm -hmm. and that is the con before the storm. Or you know, we'll play on words, a little dad joke there. Some Atner would probably appreciate. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, what it is, we always do this before one of the big conventions. We did this for WonderCon where we did con prep. Mm -hmm. And we will do that later on in the week. Yep. But what we're doing today is to kind of give you what's going on right now in regards to what is going on at San Diego Comic-Con. And right now, there ain't shit planned for San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. It, it is was... going to be a brutal yeah. convention to cover this year. Um, Jared, we, we mentioned this a little bit on our one of our last podcasts was um, when we – this is how long it's been since we recorded. It's almost been a month. Mm -hmm. um, we were in the midst of the writer strike. Yep. Um, there is still a potential actor strike. 
that could take place um, anywhere in the next. I had heard September. I, I had heard. I'm sorry, sorry. I had heard July 11th. So yeah. let's just call it what it is. Within the next couple of days, um, I haven't heard to the contrary that that the Screen Actors Guild and the studios have have uh, have settled. We do know that the Writers Guild of America has not settled. They are still very much in strike mode, and that yeah. has left the studios very much um, with nothing to present at San Diego Comic Con. I mean, so. it, it's uh, it's such a interesting conversation, especially if it's been going on for for the writer strike specifically in the last like couple of months now. And again, I'm I'm all for the writer strike. I'm all for people getting paid writer myself so i understand uh especially with like how one covid just kind of just put a big uh again put a big like glaring spot on this industry where like yeah like how do you get these people paid when like um, a lot of the revenue comes from like you know something got hit the something got to hit the big screen you know or the or small screen and there got to be a a certain amount of people that kind of come to it in order for them to get residuals and that was the biggest thing of like just having where's our residual money blah blah, blah all that stuff right and it's crazy because like now with the within the rise of like this whole thing of the riot strike as well as the rise of like AI, AI writing, all that stuff, right? The chat GPT, all that stuff that's been going around. Uh, people are saying that, oh, that might be the feature for it, right? That's the reason why writer strike and, and your artists, all this stuff, they're, they're trying to like really curb that down because it's it's like uh, it's just it's just a crazy situation to get into now where you, we could possibly have the next I don't know, 10 years, a full blown, like a full blown Oscar, uh, Oscar nominated script, right? Be written by AI possibly. And yeah. so that's one of the conversations being, being talked about, like how do we pay writers or like, how are we going to try to help the vocal writers? Granted, you know, the conversation are going to be saying about like, you know, you can't necessarily take away creativity and inspiration that's human oriented, but like, yo, I kept on. I um. I think I remember this quote from Philly D, who was a, a f amazing YouTuber. You know, I always watch his stuff. He was like, he always says that, like, hey, the worst that uh, the worst that AI can get is today. It will never get worse than today. That's that's crazy to think because tomorrow this is going to continue to get better and better and better and better. And so that's the conversation we're having here is like you're going to have people be replaced by robots. And so what is the conversation now? How are we going to protect people? How are we going to protect the? How are we going to protect? And just the thousands upon thousands of writers in Hollywood and elsewhere. And this is a big conversation too, but like, okay, cool. Well, like that's just not that one. But then what about you know long long term type of thing? When we th what about the other jobs that are getting that are gonna get automated away? That there are thousands upon thousands of jobs there as well that can be easily just like given to a bot, given to an AI bot type of stuff. And so it is definitely a a situation to look upon because you know that can just really other industries can possibly look at that and like either say, Hey, let's do good by people. Or, you know, the, again, the horrid part of growing capitalism, like, Hey, we don't want that to happen. We want to save our, our, our bottom dollar type of stuff. Right. And so this is and, definitely an interesting thing conversation happening, but yeah, go ahead. And I really think that, you know, I was actually just talking to my brother about this because he was asking like, what, what, what exactly is going on with the writer strike? And I think it really, and truly it comes down to money is mm -hmm. <clears throat> I saw this coming was when it was just Netflix uh -huh. and Hulu. Let's just call it what it was. <clears throat> when it was just Netflix and Hulu, the necessity for original content was zero because you had those two properties that had 
millions of hours of already produced original content uh, streaming on their platform. When the studios decided to break it up and capitalize on their own IP, and the first to do it, I believe, was HBO Max, which has since just gone to the Max. dogs. It's just it's yeah. Max, whatever. It's fucking bullshit. It's okay. When it first came out for the price point, HBO Max, now Max, was probably the best bang for the buck because it had a bunch of content that was not readily accessible. Case in point, um, CBS All Access, which is now Paramount+, Plus. Was was the streaming service for Viacom? They didn't even have the Big Bang Theory on yep. it. Okay, um, Big Bang Theory, which was produced by Warner Brothers, was on mm-hmm. HBO Max, and that was made it worth it. The North American rights to Doctor Who was owned by Warner Brothers. So where do you get where do you get Doctor Who in North America? HBO Max. So it was the best bang for the buck, but that was the first one that kind of, that was the first foray into, oh, we're going to branch out. Then it was Disney Plus. Then it was Peacock. And then it was this. And then it was Parent. And then CBS All Access got their act together and created created Paramount Plus and became a better platform. The problem was is that they broke it up. So now you take all of the, what and, you know, Friends, which is a, which is also a WB product. So you took all this stuff away from Netflix for the most part, just Hulu yeah. was there. They were kind of NBC's thing. They were a little bit of ABC's thing, a little bit of Fox's thing, yeah. but really and truly they Hulu was just kind of like there for next day content that yeah. aired on ABC, Fox and, and, and NBC. Yeah. Netflix was the one that had the, the gold mine of past content. Again, very little, if no, original content. Hmm. Um, And like I said, they started breaking up and all these platforms said, oh, shit, we can't just rely on archival material. We need original content. So what did they do? They started creating original content. And when you have studios, which were already making content, I mean, think about it. Disney was already making content for ABC. Warner Brothers was already making content for pretty much everybody. Um, Fox was producing content for themselves. Um, NBC was creating content for themselves. And HBO was making content for themselves and whatnot. So now you're having to make it for their streaming platform and for your your TV network. Because mm-hmm. you got to make it worth your while. Okay, why are you asking, we'll use HBO for an example. Why are you asking someone to pay the cable company a premium for stuff that you can only get on HBO and then turn around and pay HBO max um, and get stuff that's exclusive there. So you're, you're dipping in the well twice already pissing uh, customers off and you're diluting the, the, you're diluting the, the, the pond, so to speak. Um, There was too much content and these writers were asked to, put so much content out there. It was crap. And so much stuff was getting more stuff. People really realize when they go through um, pilot season, which is August, September, October. Yeah. 
a lot of stuff doesn't get greenlit. There's a lot of stuff that hits the cutting room floor and never sees yeah. the light of day or makes it one or two episodes and gets canceled. Yeah. Um, so the likelihood of a hit show nowadays is slim to none. Yeah. And now you've got, you're cranking out stuff for basically for every network you're, you're producing network, uh, content for two different platforms. It became diluted. So I, I really don't, I'm oh you know me. I'm always will side with the boss mm-hmm. because two reasons. Number one, you know what you signed up for. This was the contract you. The problem is is I hate people who sign a contract and then immediately want to renegotiate the contract. Mm. Okay, you should have signed a better deal. You know, it's just like a it's just like an athlete. Oh, you know, I signed this deal, <clears throat> and then you start uh-huh. playing and you and you play well. Uh-huh. And you go like, "Why well, want to renegotiate?" And it's like, "You had three good months, and you're a rookie." Yeah, it's, and then you re- and then and some mm-hmm. people do cave and give them a new deal, and they shit the, the next season. With the mm-hmm. writers, is a lot of stuff. There's, it's funny. There's, they, there was a line in in the show Entourage one time. These two guys come to Ari Gold, the char- one of the lead characters, and says, well, "What do you got?" There's these two writers, and they're known for writing all of this. Um, uh, these hit shows and stuff like that. And he comes, he goes, what do you got? He goes, we wrote the Hobbit to spec, which means they wrote it word for word from the book. Yeah. And they kind of joked around about like, well, first off, Peter Jackson's going to probably write his own screenplay. And second of all, do you got something else that's original? And that's the other thing too. MCU aside, DCU aside, Star Wars aside, there's not a lot of original content on television right now. It's either uh, a reboot um, a a uh, a rehash or what do you want to call it? Yeah. Or or it's based on something. There's yeah. no real original content, and so it's hard for me, legitimately, no bias aside. It's very difficult for me to side with the writers because, really and truly, other than yes, they are being asked to do more, hmm. but what they're coming up with is dog shit. So, and then the AI thing, if you've ever used chat GBT to, to, to write something, it's shit. So yeah. trust me, even a, a greedy studio head would last about 30 seconds using AI to write yeah. uh, a screenplay and go like, uh, no, hire, yeah. go hire, what's his name back? It's, so. uh, I would definitely uh, be on your side in a sense, but like, I will say that one we've had it would be like i don't know i would i would say this uh, for comparison's sake like we just had we just had in the last 3 years a 100 year type of like disaster happen right the yeah. one said literally a century year thing happened that happened throughout the whole world and so like that was the unique on on the contracts there because like i feel like the because the writer, the writer strike happened was because like just how the world shut down and we didn't know how to freaking we didn't know how to like basically like just how to deal with that right the world shut down no one was making money and uh majority of the time when people when you don't make money the people at the top was would always want to keep their money and not necessarily pay people for not doing work because like yo it was like we're not really doing anything i understand that but then you still have to deal with like you know modern you know regular day, regular day people just saying like hey i still need to pay this month's rent right and you like the the the, the clear-cut comparison I will probably have for me is what if they what if they 
um, what if they canceled Spider-Man 2, the original Spider-Man 2 that came out like in 20, 2002 because of what happened 9-11? See? No, it's like, actually... it's, it's, it's more so like this case, like we've had these crazy disasters happen or like these crazy type of things happen where the studio looks at it and say, hey, we can't really do it, you know? Yeah. Our hands in the air and like con contractually, like you still have to like, if you are an actor or whatever, right? Contractually, if that movie was pushed back farther and farther and farther, right? We would never get Spider-Man 3. You know, maybe that would have been good. Maybe that would have been bad. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, it was Toby... Spider-Man 1. It was the first one. Oh, Spider-Man 1. Okay. Yeah, so Toby... That came, it came out in 2022. Or it came out in 20, uh, 2002. That's right. So definitely wouldn't have got Spider-Man 2, which was obviously the best Spider-Man. The best Spider-Man ever made. The best Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. It's the best Spider-Man. And so it's like, we wouldn't have got that one, right? So it's yeah. like, this continual things of like, I understand the merit of like, you can't renege on your contract. You sign it. But like, yo, man, like, quite literally the world shut down and we're trying to deal with the ramifications of like, how do we try to circumvent these things happening before? Because we could also look at Black Widow, right? Majority of that contract was said, was stated to say that, all right, cool, she's going to get her money from the box office. Well, guess what? This whole the whole world shut down. No one's gonna watch your movie. One, no one's gonna watch your movie because no one else is in it. And two, the world shut down. No one wants to be around each other. And it, and they found out that oh, I can watch you know these primetime movies at home. That's cool. Well, guess what? Her contract didn't stipulate to have hey you'll get a, you'll have a cut of those movies in the homes of people. She didn't get that cut. So she's like so I'm like I I understand the aspect of like yo I understand that she reneged on that, but like this. But you, but at a certain point, the studios they widened the goalpost. They moved it, and so it's like, okay, we're trying. We'll try to move. With, we'll try to move with you there, and then and the and the company's like, no, 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 no. You guys are staying here because this is your lane. We just widened our lane. It's like, yeah. bro, it's it will be like for me. It will be like for me, if uh, or let's say you're a band or you're playing in a band and you ha and you you're with a company and you're in your city to say you'll get this paid you'll get paid amount this this amount right yeah if you if you play let's say 5 out of 10 then uh 5 out of 9 venues right and the ninth venue the venue moved out of state or had to cancel because of some crazy disaster right and you go and you basically go tell your your you're up like hey we couldn't play here because like i don't know some crazy happened like oh well that's you guys your bo your bonus is gone it's like dude what <laughs> We we like that's out of our hands, man. We can't do that. Like, well, will you sign the contract? And so it's like one of those things. I get it. I under hundred percent get you with that. But like this is quite literally the scenario of like, yo, the craziest shit has happened in our lifetime. Yeah. It's happened. And so it's like, how do we do that? We have the rise of technology. We have the rise of we have the rise of um of AI coming. We have you know we've we've had a lot of conversations of people, just people saying that stories in the last fifty years fucking suck, right? Yeah. And like we have the rehash of that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that people who write these stories or people who are writers can't shouldn't get paid. And so it's like that conversation is is definitely, I feel it has to come from a good faith from from a from a standpoint of good faith. Yeah, and we, I feel like we are. I feel like there is some headway going there. It's just more so like what are the nitty gritty parts? You know, are the like yes, I would love for people to look at certain writers like yo, what the fuck are you doing? This is like yo, you couldn't just like. Oh, you couldn't just like you know do do you know the the original shit justice, you know, a la Witcher season three, <clears throat> but we'll get to that late some other time. But like, just stuff like that, man. Like, how do you? 
I can have a hundred things to say about the the writers Witcher three. That doesn't uh, the writer season uh, Witcher season three. That doesn't mean that I don't want them to get paid, right? No, they should they get paid. But at the same time, it's like yo, I, <laughs> it was it was the season currently is shit. It's the closest thing to some of the source material. But like, this is the reason why it's the reason why Homeboy's leaving. So. Well, that, uh, but there, there was a lot of things that led to, to that was le, uh, that led to Henry Cavill leaving uh-huh. um, The Witcher. But I think the other thing too, and I'm and I'll and we could chase this rabbit all day long about the yeah. uh, the writers, and we will until it's settled eventually. Yes, my problem here is yes, and I'm and we very rarely get political on this show. Yeah. But you look at the state of California. <laughs> it's granted over the over the over the pandemic, I think mm-hmm. it was 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. it surpassed Germany as the sixth GDP. largest economy in the world. Yep. It surpassed the country of Germany the state of California, okay? Yep. State of California, the whatever, 36th state or whatever it was in this in the union. One state in a country yeah. surpassed the economy of a superpower. A country who was in the shitter a century ago, literally, at the conclusion yeah. of World War I, yeah. was bankrupt. And it took a guy... <laughs> Whose name shall re- will not be renamed? This, this to not, you know. <laughs> flip it, whatever he became. He was an asshole. He did it on on bad terms, but he flipped the economy. He flipped the economy, and it they threw his ass out. Yeah, and it worked its way up through the 20th mm-hmm. century, and it became a mega power mm-hmm. in a good way. I know that sounds kind of like mm-hmm. evil empire, but mm-hmm. it became mm-hmm. a, a super. It became a superpower. It's a strong yeah. economy. It's a very yeah. strong economy, the country of Germany. But the state of California surpassed the country of Germany for the sixth largest economy in the world. Now, does that mean that California is strong? Or does that mean the world economy is in the shitter? Because really and truly on paper, the state of California is in the shitter. And yeah. one of the problems with it is you have... And then a a huge influx of people leaving the state. So you have no tax base. Um, But the biggest problem is your biggest, the the economy of California is based on entertainment and technology. Silicon Valley to the north, entertainment and tourism in the south. Mm -hmm. Um, With agriculture in there, going to give you that. And, And other things. But Entertainment, Hollywood in the north, or sorry, in the south, and technology in the north. But here's the problem: is that they don't shoot in Hollywood anymore. Okay, the, the studios are based in Hollywood, so they get taxed there, but they don't yeah. even shoot in Hollywood anymore. Where do they shoot? Vancouver, Atlanta. Toronto, and Atlanta. Yep. yep. Okay. Technology. Oh yeah. Apple, Google. Yeah, all all those big companies, Microsoft, Microsoft, they're all yeah. based in Northern California, but where do they make their shit? Overseas, yep. and they get taxed at home. They got to pay their taxes, but 
20 years ago, say what you want. And there's a great documentary on Netflix about it called Arnold. And it talks about Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he is a complex human being. And people want to shit on him for his personal problems that he has. That's between him and him, God and Maria. Um, but it talks about his political aspirations. And he gets lambasted because he is a fiscal conservative. And he ran as a Republican. But if you really look at his platform, he wanted truly what was best for California. And the reason he lost was because even though he's an actor, he sided with the studios and refused to step in. Says, you want to go on strike, writers? Go the fuck ahead. Go right ahead. We'll get somebody else cheaper to do it. And the and he got lambasted for it. The problem is, is the current administration isn't doing anything about it. Yeah. And he's not getting lambasted for it. And I'm a firm believer in that's fine. Schwarzenegger yeah. did the right thing. He, he got out. Newsom not getting involved. He stays out. Let Hollywood fix their own stuff. It was like 40 years ago, Ronald Reagan with the airline pilots. Oh, you want to go on strike? Go ahead. We'll get somewhere cheaper to do it. That's fine. Um, but I, I think it's just unfair that um, it, it's once again showing the hypocrisy of our state that they, they ref, uh, when there's a problem, they want to blame everybody else but themselves oh, unless yeah. it, it, unless the person they were going to blame is in their back pocket um, or owes them one. So <sighs> it's, it's, like I said, I hate to get political, but it's just, it's a really unfortunate situation for the writers that they're not getting any help outside of mediators and studios versus union heads. Yeah. And I mean, let's yeah. just, yeah, you just call for what it is, bro. It's like, it's, it's the whole political game on that end too. It's, it's just stop. The second, you know, the, the second, you know, that if you are a certain if you are on a certain spectrum of your political base but you have your money being made elsewhere you're deep in the red yeah. it's just fucking call for what it is bro you're and there's there's good and bad in that sense but like yo man you can't be talking about fight capitalism but at the same time you are capitalism and so it, it's it's one of those things are like bro like we know the hypocrisy when we understand that people get shit money we should stop and again, I, I don't want to get I don't want to get super political either, man. But like if you're truly about if you're truly about California or wanting to understand what California is about, we should have fucking took those jobs, right? That was given elsewhere around the world too. Have them here, have people stay, have people stay in California. Because again, housing would be wouldn't be that crazy, or at least we would have the perceived higher income for the medium line of people who want to stay in who want to stay in California specifically, right? Let people from Minnesota, let people from uh from Florida talk talk shit about like oh I, they want an average minimum of $15 a uh $15 a uh for minimum for minimum wage. Like bro, $15 today still won't get you shit. California is a different is quite literally a different sphere because of how much uh how much economy is going through, but at the same time it's like how much economy is going out of it as well now. Yeah. We need we need to have more jobs still staying staying in California, not yeah. out of it. We have the high tech jobs, but we don't have the the usual shit mom pop stuff. But that's again that's a different conversation, man. We can have we can and, fucking run down that fucking rabbit but hole. But I'm going to so we'll, well, but when I want I want to um, segue into mm -hmm. um, 
talking more about San Diego Comic-Con specifically, and I want to use this example. Mm-hmm. We just talked about how diluted the talent pool is when it comes to content because you have everybody wants to have a platform and I'm not a hundred percent against it. Yeah. There are things that I like that I know if it went away, wouldn't go back to a central location. I uh, to address any of the questions, the streaming age is never going away. Streamers are here to stay unless they completely bankrupt a company Streaming is not I, going away because I mean, go ahead. what's it? I was going to say like, yeah, streaming right now is some, is, is that it's most competitive because like, I don't think you were here for that in the past like month or so. Right. There's another, there's another streaming company called kick. Right. And there's a lot of controversy with kick because like it's backed by gambling websites and gambling auditors, whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. They are shelling out hella money, a lot of money to get like some of these high tier, streamers from uh from twitch tv onto their website and they're like i'm talking about like one of the biggest uh one of the biggest streamers on twitch themselves xqc was given a was given a 100 million dollar contract for two years for kick a non-exclusive one meaning that he can he will meaning that this individual the streamer will can still stream on twitch youtube but mainly on kick how competitive? That's crazy thing. And people are, and I understand the conversation. People are saying that, oh, I can't believe you you base your morals on like, bro, you're 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 freaking you are you're you're streaming on Twitch, bro. All my Amazon. Let's let's you're just and you're also got computers with supercomputers, uh who which copper, which uh which is mined, which the materials are mined in Africa by children. Let's not let's not have this moral standard, blah blah blah. But like just just think that like when the uh, where kick as a company can try to throw as much money more than Microsoft did for like when they initially did their, this whole streaming thing to get some of the biggest names, right? I think uh, another, another streamer, Amaranth and possibly some more are going to, are going to go to kick and just, just try it out because one Twitch has been the, it still is still, uh, still very much the mega corporation per se of like when it comes to streaming, like active streamers, but yo man, it's very competitive. I like it again. Competition breeds, is, is good for everybody. Competition yeah. breeds um, ingenuity and all that stuff. And so, hey, hey, man, if y'all need to make Compet- your money, make your money. Competition <laughs> creates cash. Uh, exactly. Eric Bischoff made that very famous when he ran WCW and went over the WWE. Uh, speaking of which, uh, let us know in the comments below if you want to see us join Threads. Of course, that was the new uh, social mm-hmm. media platform created by uh, Meta or Facebook. Oh, yep. um, over the last couple of weeks, they, of course, picked up a lot of these stray dogs uh, kicked to the curb by Twitter when yep. um, Elon Musk took over. Um, and I'm just, and, and by the way, that that platform, which has been I'm going to say this before and I'm going to say it again. I'm not denying it. that some of the decisions that Elon Musk has made since he took over aren't good. aren't aren't, aren't terrible ideas. But hear me out. Number one, Twitter as a platform has been a dumpster fire, dumpster fire for years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a dumpster fire for years because it mm-hmm. is, we, we've talked about this before, some of the most passionate fans in pop culture are Star Wars fans. Some of the biggest douchebag fans in pop culture are 
Star Wars fans. 100%. Where do Star Wars where do douchebag Star Wars fans live? On Twitter. Oh, Reddit God. as well. Uh-huh. Um but for the most part the true douchebags live on uh-huh. Twitter. On both sides of the quote if you want to talk political on oh. both sides of the aisle. Bro, but could you- um could you imagine if Twitter was a thing when the prequel sequels came to be? They would. Lucas would never. Lucas um, would have never made Attack of the Clones. Bro, uh, I I would feel bad for um I forget the name forget the kid Haley Osment no no not Haley Osment the kid who played who played uh Anakin right as well as Christian dude I don't know how they would I I would fear for their mental he health. Left he, he left acting. Hayden left acting. Yeah, for 20 freaking years. Well, he did Jumper after that. But after that, dude, he was Which like... Which was an underrated movie, by the way. I loved it. Underrated. I loved that, one. that was a good yeah. flick. That was a great flick, bro. That was a cool concept. It was... It was which, it, it with also, which was also... Which was also with Samuel Jackson. So I'm like, that's a great little plug-in, too. Uh, well, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. He was a main baddie. I mean, he was not really a bad guy, but like he was trying to go after these jumpers. And so that was a, that was a cool it was, one. But, it but, was a really... Interesting. I remember I watched it and I was super bored because I would have never watched a movie like that. Uh, and it was a halfway decent movie. Uh, and uh yeah, I forgot Hayden Christensen, Samuel L. Jackson, Rachel Bilson, uh, Rachel Bilson, Diane Lane, wow. Michael, yeah. Michael Rooker, bro. Um Anna Sophia Robb when she was still super young. Yeah. Um, That's right. She was in that movie. Oh my gosh, dude. Kristen just, Stewart. Oh yeah, I forgot about Kristen Stewart. That was one of her big first big flicks. So what? I gotta rewatch it. I gotta rewatch. It. Is that on Netflix again? I gotta watch it on Netflix. Uh, let me see if it's showing on IMDb. It is available to rent or buy on Prime Video right now. It does not show. By the way, I, big ups to Amazon and uh, IMDb. Of course, IMDb probably one of my favorite sources for content. Um, they have. Um, they have um really. We talked about these multi-billion-dollar corporations, and they just want what's best for them in capitalism, blah blah blah. But yeah. give it, give props to Amazon where props are due. Yeah, they have added a feature that you can um click on, like on your on your IMDb profile. What mm. platforms are you subscriber to? Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Obviously, Amazon Prime, blah, 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 blah. And it will tell you when you go to look up something like Jumper, okay. it will tell you what platform it's streaming on. Okay. That's um, good. So they're almost kind of within their own app, which costs nothing, are sending you to other streamers. So it's kind of the, um, I always call it, it's the, um, the Santa Claus, the Miracle on 34th Street approach. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Miracle on 34th Street, uh, they talk about Kohl's. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you. And it started because their Santa Claus says, oh, well, you pro-, the mom says, you promised my son to, to buy him this gift. And it's 50 bucks over there with no batteries. He goes, oh, yeah, well, Shoppers Express has it for $24.99, and they include the batteries. And so their philosophy became, if we can't find it, we'll find it for you. And people are like, oh, my gosh, like. We're going to go out of business on this strategy, but people saw it and went, no, you know what? Anyone who's willing to think outside the box like that, you've got my dollar. And so when IMDb did that, which is an Amazon offshoot, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? 
Jeff Bezos isn't a complete bad guy after all. He's still. I mean, the person who made that UI thing is a good guy. I don't know about Jeff Bezos, but that's beside the point. He allowed it. Yeah. You can't sit there and tell me that he found out about this. Why the fuck are we advertising for essentially advertising to send people to other platforms? Why are instead why are we spending why are we spending money on this instead we could go and we can try to buy the rights for Big Bang Theory we can go buy the rights for for buy the rights away from NBC Universal for um for uh, Yellowstone I, I, um, I, I still think I still think to this day Jeff Bezos might be still crying in a bathtub full of his billions and billions of dollars because he had to give billions away to his ex wife but that's just me one <laughs> divorce me. made Mrs Bezos the richest the woman. Fifth? She's the, oh, fifth the fifth largest. Richest, yeah, she's the fifth richest person, or like somewhere in the top ten. I forgot exactly yeah, where. Yeah, she's in the top ten of richest people on planet Earth. She's the number one. She's the richest woman on before, planet Earth. She passed Oprah. She passed insane. Oprah. It's insane. On a divorce. Oh God. Oprah's like shit. I should have got a divorce. Um, <laughs> actually, no. What's his name? Probably would have made made out like a bandit. He would have become the richest man in the world. Yeah. Uh, but moving on. Speaking of which, um. People have been, I've had people ask me what content is coming to okay. San Diego Comic Con, and the answer is I have no fucking clue. Um, the only thing that has been um, uh, unveiled so far has been, I've been looking um, up too, let me uh, I have to pull it up, but the only thing that's been announced so far is Thursday night's content. Um, and the only thing big coming out of Hall H is Jeff Rogan or Seth Rogan's uh. TMNT Mutant Mayhem, the new animated uh, cartoon or animated uh, movie coming out, uh, which actually looks pretty decent. Um, And then out of Ballroom 20, uh, there is a panel on Thursday night, I believe, uh, based around the final season of Archer. Yep. And uh, someone mentioned, why hasn't Yellowstone come to Comic-Con? And the answer is, I don't know. And I don't know if it would fit necessarily yeah. um it'll be i mean like that it, for me sorry yeah sorry to cut you off but okay. that would be for like that would be like if if like you know uh we call it what's that one long-standing soap opera that that's on abc like the the young and the restless like why is that on on thing like bro it, it's a drama show it's a full-on series drama show not 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 to take anything wrong with not, not to take anything wrong with either of them but like yellowstone like granted i'm not i'm not necessarily i haven't seen a lot of Yellowstone yet, but from what I'm hearing is it's a great uh, show. It's, it's a great freaking show. I don't know how it would I don't know why it would be on uh, on in Comic-Con. You know, like you expect that you expect Yellowstone more in like, you know, Oscar award shows than you do Comic-Con. Now, but have you did you ever watch did you ever watch um Sopranos? Yes, I have. Did you ever watch Entourage? Yeah. You know, and and you bring up a good point. I was like if this, if Comic Con was here, no. you know, as opposed to where it was back in the mid '90s and the early, in the late, the late '90s and early 2000s, but if it was here, like it was way up here, like it is from the mid 2000s on, if it was like that at its peak in 1999, does The Sopranos go to Comic Con? And I'm like, I think I'm, I think you're right, Jr. I, I think there's there are certain kinds of dramas that can go to comic-con but that ain't you're right that kind of that kind of drama just isn't one of them like let's say like this would be my my same expectation right do we expect a scorsese movie to be at comic-con 
fuck no. We've heard we've heard this man awesome. I we've heard this man talk about like how the new the his opinions on comic book movies and the new and the new age action hero genre. Right? We've heard this. We've we've heard it from. He's saying it's not cinema. Blah blah. blah. You know, the same dude who's been making the same freaking gangster. You know, you know, criminal gangster hit shindig for the last like sixty years now. Right? But we we get it. We get it. Right? We get it. And so it's like we're not expecting his movies to be on San Diego Comic Con. Not to say they aren't great freaking movies. They're great. It's that you don't expect the Irishman to have a two-hour panel, <laughs> right? No. You don't have. You don't expect that, right? You don't expect them to talk about the intricacies of how they say the N-word multiple different times in a different accents. You're not going to get that conversation. It's a different conversation to have. You expect that in the you expect that in Cannes Film Festival. You expect that possibly in Palm Springs, um, Palm Springs, uh, the one, the uh, the music festival, the the movie festival we have down here. We had we expect from there. We don't ex- you expect comic book type related stuff. We expect like pop culture related things, right? I expect more so his uh, not not Scorsese, but like um, who is it? Uh, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, uh, Sofia Coppola. I expect Sofia Coppola more so to possibly have a better shot. Of having of maybe having one of her movies down here down in and and, and in, uh, she and I believe actually she may have. I think she um, have so it's like so looking. Uh, it looks like um, take a look at the schedule. Ballroom twenty is starting to fill out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Preview night typical um, for we're going to talk about what, what information we have uh, available to us right now. And like mm-hmm. I said, we're going to do other shows. We're going to do the the con prep show what you should do because it changes you can use what we told you about WonderCon, but it's it does change a little bit about how to prep for san diego because it is a completely different animal yeah uh wednesday night is the warner brothers television screenings and what this is is one of two things is going to happen on preview night first off ballroom 20 is going to be pretty much dead. You're going to get a lot of people that are going to walk through. And people are asking, well, Kevin, what's Ballroom 20? Ballroom 20 is one step below Hall H. Hall yeah. H hosts about 7,500 people. Ballroom 20 does about 3,000. Typically, you're going to see in Ballroom 20, you're going to see more top-tier television shows. Yep. The Arrowverse was in Ballroom 20. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, Big Bang go. Theory was in Ballroom 20. Real, real quick, real quick. What are you doing that Thursday between two thirty to three thirty? Well, I'll probably be working. Damn it! Um, but taking a look again, Wednesday um, screenings. Thursday. That yeah. I know. So the screenings is one of two things. Either it's a trailer showing you the new stuff that's coming out from uh, Warner Brothers Television, or it's a sneak preview, which means sometimes they will show an entire episode of the first episode, or they'll show the first five to ten minutes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that because Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Two, and from Insomnia Games is having is in Paul H, two thirty yes. three thirty. At what's so, up, my guy? What's up, so, uh, Spanner? That's what's that's what you need to know about Comic Con this year. A fucking video game is in Hall H. The Fuck last yeah. time a video, the last time a video game was in Hall H. You know what game it was? What Pokemon? Pokemon Go, at the last minute. Wait. Managed to go from a sideshow. Mm-hmm. It was on a side uh, room. It wasn't even in Ballroom 20. They moved yeah. it to Hall H on Sunday because of how popular the game was. And they were supposed to, I think they were actually supposed to release Mewtwo 
uh, right after the, the, the presentation, and then he didn't. Anyways, hall ballroom 20 Thursday. You have the mat, you have Max Original, uh, so HBO Max, let's call it what it is. Max Original Animation at 11 a.m. That's probably going to be the next, next season of Harley Quinn. One sec, one, just one second, bro, bro. I got to take a quick break. I will be right back. We'll go ahead and continue. All right. So JR will be right back. Um, and going further, um, you have Ghosts coming in at 1245, The Wheel of Time at 2 p.m. Peacock, original comedy tw- series, Twisted Metal, that does feature um, uh, Anthony Mackey um from falcon the winter soldier and uh uh, captain america um brave new world it's of course it's a play on the famous video game from the early 2000s fx is what what we do in the shadows of course that is the taika watiti tv show and then at 545 archer season 14 the final season exclusive screening and q a fridays the 23rd annual animation show of shows um 12 30 the Good Omens, The Ineffable Season 2, Audience is King, 145, Peacock's The Continental from the world of John Wick. Um, that is the new John Wick spinoff about the Continental. Gen V um, at 415, Justice League War World. Now, um, what that is going to be, um, based on years past with the WB on Friday nights, that is a world premiere. Uh, that will be at 9 p.m. to close out the convention on Friday night. They're going to show you that whole. That's a. That's a. I guarantee you, that's a new DC animation film. Um, and they're going to show the entire movie. That's based on what I've heard in years past. I mean, having worked Ballroom 20, that's my guess. It could be something else, but that's my guess. Is that, um. Uh, Justice League War War World is a new WB DC animation film. Saturday again, Ballroom Twenty, Futurama at eleven AM, American American Dad at twelve, Family Guy at twelve forty five, um, TV Guide Magazine's fan favorites of twenty twenty three. This is where you kind of get into um, a little bit of uh, more generic Q and A about the pop culture world spike and Mike's all ages festival of animation Anne Rice's interview with a vampire season two at three 45, four 45 critical role fireside chat and cast. Um, that is a, uh, a, uh, I believe that is a YouTube show on, um, on D and D. Uh, and then of course the famous comic-con international masquerade at eight 30, which, I do not miss having to work that part of the convention. That was always a cluster. Oh my goodness. Um, oops. Okay. Uh, let's see. Go to the chat here. Um, have the Simpsons been to Comic-Con on a steady basis? The last time um, that I've seen Simpsons at Comic-Con, I honestly, uh, at least in Ballroom 20 or Hall H, was the movie. Um, The Simpsons does show up from time to time, but typically in a smaller panel. Um, They don't usually get the Ballroom 20 Hall H treatment. Um, And uh, 
at least I've been doing Comic-Con since 2017, and I have not seen The Simpsons in Hall H or Ballroom 20 since then. But I know they've been there. I know they've been there, and they're usually, like, they'll do a small Q&A on the... Um, in one of the small in the small rooms, they also could be at um, the uh, the how cameras the Hyatt Ballroom because there's some other panels like that. So it's a possibility that they're, they're they've been over there. Um, it is it a different animal but the same beast? Ye yes. I, and I'm thinking you're meaning Atner about the overall of the um, uh, about the convention. It's always going to be the same beast. It's San Diego Comic Con. At the end of the day, there are still comic books to be sold. There are still comic books to be bought. There are still comic books to be traded. There are art. There's Artist Alley, um, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, but this is over the last ten or fifteen years plus. It really and truly probably since um probably since uh the twilight movies and um snakes on plane really were the two turning points to set the comic-con international um it's become more than just a comic book convention so yeah it's a different animal this year because of the of the um the of the uh um the lack of the big studio stuff but it's still the same beast. Um, and another question in DC animated movies always blow the DCEU out of the water. Flash was a letdown. Absolutely. DC animated hands down. Um, the, um, like we said, justice league war world. Um, I don't think it's going to get a full panel, um, treatment this year. I think it's going to be um, – let me switch real quick because I know I got a question in the chat about Hall H. So um, real quick, going back to the Simpsons question, would not be surprised to see it at the, at the Mar Marriott Marquis. It also could be at the, um, the Grand Hyatt Harbor Ballroom. Um, the Simpsons don't always get um, the, the big – um, they don't always get the big Hall H Ballroom 20 treatment. Um, so yeah. Um, all right, my guy, what's happening? Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, let's just say don't drink bang when you are uh, when you just, after you just ate. My bad. It's all good, bro. I know. <laughs> I take a quick bathroom break. Um, but but I did say just just real quick, just real quick. I did hear uh, Adner's comment is a different animal, but the same beast as a Kobe Bryant reference. My guy. Okay, I didn't get that, but but you know what though? That is, I told Adner that's a great, it's a great comparison about San Diego this year because it is the same beast. It's still You're Comic Con welcome. International. It's up here. It's yeah. still up here. It's being it's a little heavy this year to be carried, but it's still I mean, up there. It's still San Diego Comic-Con. It's still a badge of honor for nerds to go there, but it is a different animal this year. 100%. I will say too. <laughs> I will say too uh just to go back on like um uh just to go back on like DC stuff, DC animated stuff. Like dude, DC animated always been killing it. They've always been killing it. I will say 
the um the more recent uh the the last one they did i think it was um i think it was apocalypse war i think right with uh, the the most recent one it was a crazy crazy like type of like uh type of time skips type thing where like one never let superman ever come up with a plan that's the first thing and foremost never ever let superman ever come up with a plan you let the dude who <laughs> you let the dude <laughs> you let the guy who has been brooding over absolutely everything in the entirety of his cur entirety of his lifespan do it let batman just make up all the plans period because thanks, the type of crap <laughs> because, the, because the type of crap that goes down in and i think it was a it was a dark You're my guy right here though yeah hey what was it was it was dark uh help me out here honor it was it was apocalypse war where quite literally spoiler hit spoiler for me real quick oh, oh i gotta find it hold on ah! i have the button around here somewhere come on come on come on come on come on, come on. spoiler alert spoiler alert five four three two one so many people die good god so many people die so well, many of your beloved characters are freaking killed and that was such a bold move for DC animated studios to do. And hopefully we will see what comes after this point. Good God, that was the most metal thing, bro. You you thought I thought it would never get as dark, dark right past the you know a post Snyderverse type of stuff. No, man. No, <laughs> we've got we've got worse, not worse than it's like bad, bad, but like worse, like oh god, that's dark. Like, bro, like just to say some stuff. Just to say some stuff, yo, you got Babs. She gets eaten alive. It's it's pretty dark. You, you see kids dying. It's pretty dark, man. I'm like, oh, okay. We are here now. So, dude, again, DC, the DCU animated series, animated stuff is always the things that kill it for Warner Bros. But going yeah. back onto like, uh, onto current stuff, uh. Dude, yeah, well, I'm hoping. Well, the reason I think Atner asked was because uh, Justice League War World will make its mm. pr uh, debut at Ballroom 20, nine o'clock, excuse me, on Friday night, as WB Animation or DC Animation typically does. And, um, matter of fact, that was the time slot that infamously, um, the um, Killing Joke uh, mm. animated film made its debut much to the chagrin of a lot of fans because it is a very dark film. It obviously yeah. has the infamous sex scene, um, which, which left a lot of people a little uncomfortable. But yeah. um, we had, to, I remember when I remember I had to work ballroom 20 when that came out and we had to people that were trying to come into it. We had to tell parents, listen, we are being told that this is essentially an R rated animated film and I remember there were, we let somebody in and we told them that, like, we don't care, we'll watch it. And they came out 15, 20 minutes later and said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys showed this at Comic-Con. Like, we have nothing to do with it. We just yeah. allow you to come in. We were told to tell you this, okay? Mm. But we have nothing to do with programming. We just had, we just tell you, listen, I can't tell you what to do as a parent and they are allowing us to allow you to take them into this, into the, to the, to the ballroom. Yeah. So this is crazy. This is on you, but we're telling you that this film is rated R. Yeah. For language and for sexual content. That's mm -hmm. all they told us. We didn't know what was going on. We're like, how is a yeah. DC animated film going to be the, the language I can get? Cause they had really started to push the, the envelope with um, some of those, those films. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. That's so correct. again, justice league war world uh, it's Friday night, 9 yeah. PM ballroom 20. Go on below that to rev. 
Uh, just to answer your question here, Rev, uh, when will the Wards Walking Dead Dead City actually got a full panel on Hall H and uh, it's going to be from it's on I Friday is on Friday, yeah, Friday so for get, three hours. Three yeah, hours. I'm getting to that right now. So real quick, we'll get to that. Uh, Paramount Plus, uh, Paramount Pictures um, on Thursday morning, 1130 a.m. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. One o'clock, Project K, Inside India's history-making sci-fi epic. And yep. 2.30, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 Symbiotic Relationships. That is, of course, the big... Um, uh, what's the Spider-Man studio that 2. makes it? Insomniac Games, baby. Insomniac Gaming uh, will be making its debut in yeah, Hall H. Too. Going to Friday, Fuck Collider, you. Directors on Directing. This is where it gets a little nerdy, guys. This is where Comic-Con Good. is... It, this is the happy medium the true happy medium between what Comic-Con was at its core and it meeting Hollywood in the middle. And when you get these panels, I remember sitting in Hall H one year all day and they had a panel about, it was like women in movies and it was like these different characters that were coming out. One of them was Gal Gadot who had just been announced as Wonder Woman. And they had like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. They had Haley Atwell as Agent Carter. They had That's all right. these different characters from different genres and they were all female. So you can kind of get these really cool, unique panels put on by Entertainment Weekly, by Collider, by TV Guide, by um, IGN, um, Access Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they put together these really unique panels that on paper go like, well, that looks stupid. I want fucking Marvel. Well, you're not getting Marvel this year. You're getting Collider's director of directing. And who knows? Mm-hmm. It might be a really cool panel. We don't know who uh, has not yet been announced. Let's see. Actually, take that back. David Lynch, director of Deadpool 2, Bullet Train, and The Fall Guy. Gareth Edwards, director of The Creator, Rogue One, Star Wars Story, and Godzilla. Justin Seaman, director of Dear White People, Bad Hair, and The Haunted Mansion. Take, play, take part in a wide-ranging and in-depth discussion about the craft of directing projects past, present, and future. Hmm. Um, so that actually looks like a really cool panel. Yeah. That is going to be in Hall H on first thing Friday morning. Now, mm. the aforementioned, um, The Walking Dead, JR mentioned, a three-hour panel. Um, AMC and AMC Plus, The Walking Dead Universe. Um, I guarantee you this will probably go a little bit over the three-hour buffer because Pretty the sure. next panel at 4 o'clock is the last panel of Friday. Yes, Hall H on a Friday has three panels that's it it's crazy three panels that is not good entertainment weekly brave warriors will be on friday night um the way the the uh, they may be fighters on screen but that doesn't mean they're not lovers of the craft a panel of actors discuss the thrill of playing iconic characters the difference between their persona in real life and the highs and lows of their careers in hollywood no uh panelists have yet been announced for that panel um, moving on to Saturday, which has typically been the big one. Yeah, this is where we have Marvel and uh, either DC, DC or Warner Brothers slash HBO. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to start off on Saturday morning with Legendary Entertainment. Their panel will include uh, nothing yet announced. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough out I got to imagine Legendary is probably going to come out with um, information about the new Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, um, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. 
1215 Gala Film, Go, uh, Gala Film, Ghosts of Ruin. Don't know. Uh, 130, the Star Trek universe. That's a lot of stuff that's on Paramount Plus right now um, and whatnot, though I think a couple of shows got canceled. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, Bold School, uh, 315. Um, in EW's Bold School series, power players in the entertainment industry share uh, anecdotes about life lessons, how they found their voice, and how to pay it forward. Join a lively discussion among fiercest, fearless female and or, and or non-binary forces in entertainment, Open, opening up about the power and privilege of taking on roles that redefine the rules and refuse to yield. So this is, um, pronouns aside, this is a female-led uh, panel. Um, which actually, those ones, like I said, are highly underrated. They're usually really good, and people overlook them and end up being pretty star-studded. Uh, closing out Saturday, and believe it or not, closing out Comic-Con, Hall H, on a Saturday, is all she wrote. No panels scheduled wow. for Sunday. That's crazy. William Shatner will close out Comic-Con at 4.30 wow. on Saturday. So far, uh, no, that doesn't mean that the last minute Funko, which typically runs on Sunday, doesn't swoop in and take a Sunday slot. Last 20 years. First thing Sunday morning, Supernatural. Yep. Gone. And then and they canceled um, the Winchester's show. Yep. Yes, they did. And Doctor Who, which is surprising. No Doctor Who in Ballroom 20 or Hall H. Um, so, and I think a lot of that, again, falls on certain studios not bringing content due to the writer strike. Yeah. Um, but that's massive. I would not be surprised if Funko ends up taking over Hall H on Sunday like they did last year. But that was amongst other Sunday content. Um, and, uh, of course, Sunday, everyone in attendance in Ballroom or in Hall H for Funko received a ticket to receive a uh, right. Funko prize pack, which I got last year. I got a Freddy Funko um, exclusive, which JR really wants. It is still in the box. And I also Don't got, do. I got a camera, what it else was, but that was the one that had Ahsoka, the glow yeah. in the dark Ahsoka one. And um, that one right now you can get on eBay for the low, low price of about $10,000. <laughs> um not right and i'm not even joking i saw it um i think the cheapest yeah. one i saw it was five grand yeah no it's crazy it's crazy man so just real quick i'm gonna say my thoughts about this and i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with your thoughts because you're the you're the uh you're the og when it comes to this scenario two thoughts specifically right two trains of thought this one in the sense of like as a content connoisseur whatever right of someone you know people we've been we've been basically trying to give people the news give, give you know and how does that represent you know the the spear of pop culture today from a content perspective it it kind of sucks right it's, it's bad we have nothing to freaking talk about right we can roast we can we, we don't have we have nothing to roast dc's not coming out you know dc studios is not coming out anything so we definitely have nothing to roast uh marvel has doesn't have the shit to put out there so we definitely have nothing to roast from there either or talk about in general 
Uh, there is no like big movies, nothing, right? So from a content perspective, it sucks. From a fan perspective of going to cons, it might be a good thing. Yeah. It might be a freaking great thing. Because like one, now you don't have to deal with these. Maybe there's still going to be them huge ass lines because Comic-Con is still, still Comic-Con. The, it's still the idea of I was in Hall H. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Comic-Con, still Comic-Con. Um, there's no, from what I'm hearing, no necessarily big names down the docket for them to do sign signings. And you might, we might still get the regulars of like people it, who are going to go ahead. I have heard that DC and Marvel comics are okay. still going to be in the ex- exhibition hall and yeah. that DC studios might also bring stuff in the exhibit hall and Marvel studios might bring stuff in the exhibit hall, but they're not going to present anything and I've heard a rumor that is a possibility that they might bring some DC studio slash DC animated talent okay. to do signings. But that's a that's a rumor. But there is definitely going to be no panels from those studios. Okay, so if you if you're Marvel Comics, if if you're one of the hotter stars right now for Marvel Comics, cool. Unless your name is Zeb Wells, do not. <laughs> you can be. You can definitely be uh, at at the Comic Con right now. If you're not, if you're Zeb Wells, stay the fuck home as much as you can. Stay the fuck home because people want to kill yeah. you right now. <laughs> Jr. <laughs> but like, there man, is. Just, I, it might be fun though, dude. It might be fun there just to one, go out. Go ahead. One name. Uh huh. From a comic book standpoint. Yeah. That has officially announced. Uh huh. They are not coming to san diego which means that they were thinking about coming and this would have been her first day for her first appearance at san diego comic-con that i can remember that i can think of and it's a it's an artist that your sister likes and i like rose besh oh yeah okay yeah it sounded like she was coming to san diego but is deciding not to yeah that would be hilarious amber heard would be roasted at the stake. She would be given a not so Viking funeral if she showed up at Comic Con. She is, I'm not even joking. You talk about people that will get triggered, both male, female, non binary, gay, lesbian, whatever. She is universally hated at uh, Comic Con. I mean, you want to talk about a group of people that are 145% pro Johnny Depp? They would throw her into the bay and hope she gets eaten by Shamu. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not sorry. I'm not... I, 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 I don't know what you're looking for. I, I'm not jumping on you. That was fun. That was funny. That was funny. It, that was but, funny. but no, here, she would get roasted at the stake if she showed up for Comic Con. Here, here's the here's the thing for for that specific. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to bat for it at all, right? But. To, to be kind of honest, man, the the type of the type of people, the type of stereotypical people that went after her, and I'm not a fan of her at all, right? Like she she got what she got, and like we're cool with that. But like the type of people that are gonna be at Comic Con, most will most likely sit for for anything else. Like let's 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 be honest, man. She's a pretty face still, and so I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where the the neck beards of the internet, right? They ain't gonna do shit around her, bro. Like the she didn't jeer that, yes, because you know. Tribe mentality, they're gonna be mom mentality, gonna be around that shit. But like, yeah, just for all for for all intents and reasons, she'll most likely she not she has enough sense to not be there. But if she does, if she if she does go there, I'm looking at that and that standpoint of like, oh, she's trying to do something. She's trying to like get garner up her name and some shit, right? Like she's trying to get some work done or whatever, right? So 
any the the best thing we can have for Amber Heard is for her not to show up. Any yeah, press is good press. Any press is good press for her at this point, and we do not want that type of shit. Uh, real quick, Jay, uh, yeah, Atner, dude, the only flop, in my opinion, from the animated movies was Hush. Yeah, that one was kind of lambasted. Uh, but the sex scene did kill it a bit for Killing Joke. And I watched the, fil- the film. Now, I'm going to say something very controversial. I read The Killing Joke. Okay. And I hated it. I didn't get it. I mean, I get it. I get it, but I don't get Take it. Off. Take me off. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that's what you're doing. I Take knew he off. wasn't having any technical difficulties. Take me off. What the fuck did you just hear? The fuck did I just hear? <laughs> you said something worse. You just said something more offensive than Amber Heard right now. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, okay, hear me out. This is a prime example of someone who has built something up so high. And you're not to blame. You're not to blame. There's a few people that I know that said, quote, the killing joke is the greatest comic book that was ever written. Mm-hmm. Now, JR, the Batman aficionado of this podcast. Okay. I don't claim to be that. I'm a Superman fan if I had to pick DC. Sure. But um, over the course of the last five years plus, I've been a more of a Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I might, and even then I'm like, eh, I become more of an independent. Mm-hmm. Um, but killing joke oh, or uh, dark Knight returns. Dark Knight returns. Yeah. I would and, even say, I, I would even say, but I think that, I think the, uh, the preempt here, <laughs> your version of Ember, put that on there, put it on there, put that on I there. Will, I was going to. Okay, so I will say, right? The you want to find I'm going to shit on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> you could be my Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Let's not. Okay, good. Anyways, <laughs> the preempt here, what you said, right? Was that you, you thought Killing Joke was overrated. That was the preempt. But I will say this. I will say this. Yes, a lot of the older series, right? A lot of the older stuff, right? It's. It's pretty. It will look pretty mid now, because we've we've already seen the progression from that point to now, right? We 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 pipe these uh, certain pieces up because of like how crazy and thought provoking it was, you know. Because up to that point, Batman was like, no, like Batman was a pinnacle of like justice. He was pretty still dark and and moody and all that stuff, but like he was inevitably the good guy, right? Yeah. It it's this it's, it's very much the same way of how you I would say you view the death of Superman. Superman has Superman has died from Superman from Dead Superman to now. Superman has died an extra like fifteen times. I, I, right again, the writing's not original. And you want us to pay you more? <laughs> so I'm saying, right? So it's like, so it's like, okay, cool. You know the the uh, the uh, one the one more bad day, right? You know everybody has a bad day type of stuff, right? It's been done over and over again. Yeah, because Alan Moore, or because Alan Moore, he was the originator of that type of stuff, right? Again, but I will say for me personally. It still has. You know, I'd still pick um, um, Long Halloween over Killing Joke, but that's just me. Long Halloween. Uh, and Long that... Halloween is that, <laughs> bro? Is that more? What is the series that they say that the Batman was based on? That Long was Halloween. Long, Long Halloween. Halloween. Okay, that was the the Night of uh, the Owls or whatever. 
No, 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 not owls. Uh, the night of owls was a uh, was a uh, more recent one. I forgot the name of them. Who who's the who, who is right now? Was probably said is the pinnacle the pinnacle best modern day Batman storyteller. I forgot his name, top of my head. But uh, he did he did uh, he's the one that did night of owls or uh the um the court of owls and everything. Court of owls. That's it. Court of owls. Yeah, that was that was more recent, right? In the last ten years, that long Halloween came out in the eighties, I think. Now, I will say this. The part I did like about the killing joke was it humanized the Joker. It gave him his backstory. I did like that. It led to, of course, which some will say is what gave, um, what's his name? Uh, The guy that did the Joker, um, Dan Ara. Who was the the guy that directed the Joker? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forgot his name. He's yeah. They're doing Joker two right now. Yeah. And uh, and you said <laughs> when you said Snyder, I immediately went to the to the one who should not be named. Todd Quincy. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips yeah, is the guy like, who yeah. wrote and directed the Joker. Um, you know, from what I understand, is that part of Joker they pulled a little bit from the Killing Joke, but um, that um. Um, Tim Burton pulled um, from the killing joke uh, or at least that it seemed that way because with mm-hmm. Batman 89 see when did killing joke come out uh, in the 80s yeah early 80s uh, Batman the killing joke let's see uh, the novel was 1988 so it mm-hmm. was right before um, right before uh, Tim Burton's Batman came out. And that's why I think a lot of people say that a lot of Nicholson's character, Nicholson's version of the Joker was very reminiscent to um, the killing joke. And so that part I liked and it does show the truly demented side of the Joker and how far he will go. I, I guess I just still, it didn't really it didn't grasp me like it was the greatest comic book ever written. So I think in an essence, yes. Um, yeah. It is, I'm, in my cool. opinion is overrated because it didn't live up to the hype that it was yeah. given before it. Now I've read it's, a little bit of the dark mm-hmm. Knight returns and mm-hmm. that to me was better writing. Um, and I, but I also think that a lot of that too I enjoyed the art and the artwork for the, the killing joke is good. Yeah. I think I enjoyed the artwork, which is, you got to remember that's it, it, it's a 50, 50, but really and truly think about it. If the artwork was truly 50, 50, would you give a shit? You read a comic book because it's an, it's a comic book. You want to see the pictures. They want to pop. So, yeah. um, it's, it's very much the same. Like I'd say this, right. And, um, as for movie connoisseurs, like you and I, it would be like me saying Citizen Kane, even though it's being critically saying it being critically claimed as the greatest movie of all time. Over pretty it. mid. Yeah. Pretty mid. It's but pretty you're mid. Basing it on 20, 2023. I saw I saw Citizen Kane for the first time in 2004, 2005. I watched yeah. it on DVD. And the cinematography, which everyone raves about, is yeah. the best part of the movie. And really and truly, I could tell you, I could tell you this right now. We would not have 
the types of movies we have, even in 2023, had it not been for Citizen Kane. That, that's yeah, that's that's conversation, right? Because like even for me, cinematography wise, I still think Space Odyssey, not Space Odyssey, but um, oh god, yeah, yeah, I think still, I still, yeah, the um, oh my, oh my god, god, the cinematography was amazing. That clearly better, but then we we understand the reason why it was better because like the, it was from a cinematography standpoint, from a groundbreaking cinematography standpoint, um. Citizen Kane. Um, oh God, I just forgot. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. Uh, the one where they burn Atlanta. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, oh, freaking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the racist movie with slaves. Scarlet or hair, uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. So yeah, Citizen Kane. Gone with the Wind. Two thousand one, a Space that, yeah. Odyssey. The yep. Godfather, Abyss, Terminator Two, yeah. um, Jurassic Park, and um, just just to think off the top of my head, from a cinematography standpoint, those movies were groundbreaking. Yeah, and as you notice, they steadily got better quality of overall movie. And, and you know what? And Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, yeah. But those were groundbreaking things, and I think the most meh movie is is Citizen Kane. And I think that's why a lot of people, they rank it high because of the cinematography and the interesting storytelling. Um, yeah. And they give you that, um, but it's really not an overall great movie as opposed yeah. to Gone with the Wind, Casablanca, The Godfather. Uh, Space Odyssey. Like 2001 like, Space Odyssey. Um, it's it's good for its time type of stuff. Right? We had, we had the same Kubrick conversation. Great. Yeah, we had the same conversation with sports every single time, right? People are gonna put out this like people are gonna put out like oh you know no one's gonna no one's gonna beat Will Chamberlain or or Bill Russell because they got you know because Bill Russell got eleven rings like bro he played in a league where there's eleven like six other teams and they played three to four times the three to four times bro like it's, it's it was it was different from from then from now and so like we get it you're giving props to what came before man but like honestly they uh, honestly that that uh 1960s whatever Celtics team they wouldn't even be a G League team today let's be honest. Let's 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 completely be honest. They wouldn't be a G, no. they wouldn't be the G League team today. So, but then the you don't have the 70s. The seventies, no, because they played yeah. defense back then. Mm-hmm. They played defense. Back. They don't play defense in the NBA nowadays. Or the mean, scores wouldn't be one thirty eight to one forty three. I mean, here's the thing: they also didn't have all everybody uh, on that team too was an athletic athlete today. Like you, these kids were born and bred to play basketball. Everyone's Good. averaging six four, six five. Could the Denver Nuggets yeah. beat the Bad Boy Pistons? Easily. Easily. In 1992. 1992? With 1992 rules? You take the Denver Nuggets back yeah, then. Yeah. Okay. Can mm-hmm. they beat the Pistons back then? It, okay, so... Can the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. in 2007... 2007, 2017, what? which one? Which 2017, one? okay. The, the big year. Sorry, 2017. Yeah. 2017, yeah. that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Beat Reggie Miller's Pacers. Easily. In 1995. Easily. That would be a fun game to watch. Don't get me it'd wrong. Be fun. It'd be it'd fun. Be a but hell of a fun game to watch. It, it would be fun, but the second they understand you, the second you understand the differences between one Steph Curry shooting and, and Reggie Miller shooting, it's 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 done deal. Granted, In you're going to see a lot of people... 
you're gonna see a lot of people get freaking elbowed and injured a lot more often. Don't get me wrong, you'll see that one, but you just for the sheer fact of one player, Steph Curry, draining it from absolutely everywhere is gonna completely decimate. It is quite literally the evolution of sticks and stones versus automatic weapons. <laughs> Steph Curry couldn't play in the garden in 1995. Bro, Steph Curry wouldn't need to play. Uh, any any time their defense because he'd be just shooting it from 35 feet out and still hitting them. I, in my opinion, in the last 23 years, go back mm-hmm. to 2000. Okay. Sorry for, for going sports on you. That's all good. There is mm-hmm. only one team that could beat the what 72 Bulls. What was the what was the the, the record? 74? 72, seven, no, 72 and 10. 70, 72, 72 and 10, and 10 Bulls. Greatest yep. Bulls team of all time. Yep. Talk about a, a just a Respect, call and respect. I mean, just a mad starting track. Sure. Pippen, yep. Jordan, uh, Longley. Um, was it? Uh, Dennis Rodman, I think, was Dennis also Rodman on that team. And, and uh, I can't remember. Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr. Filthy starting five. Yeah. You win on those three alone. You win on, on Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan alone. The only team, in my opinion, that even has a remote chance of beating that team in the last 23 years Kobe, Shaq, Ori, um, and um, Kingfish. I, uh, yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Are we playing back in the 90s or early 2000s? We're playing back when they played. Well, see, that's the thing. Is the last team in the NBA Finals that played yeah. true defense, Yeah, played legit defense, was no. when the Lakers played the Philadelphia 76ers what oh three oh two oh two oh one oh two because because they had to they had to play lockdown mm. defense to beat that sixers team that was a well coached team it was there's no coaching there's no coaching in the nba anymore there's no bro okay okay so as the foot as the basketball guy there's coaching but it obviously things different one if you had Shaq Shaq would be the great if Shaq was fit and and the and the um and the five seconds to the basket or the double team rule wasn't wasn't allowed as it is today, right? And people forgot about that little fucking rule. The reason why Michael Jordan was able to be who he was because quite literally you couldn't double team. You could not double team in the nineties. It could wasn't until like team him? if you could double team, could you double team him? You can, yeah. I would throw everybody at him. It would <laughs> he would be it would be harder for him to do so, but then granted, again, who, which era are we talking about? Are you talking about the era where he's finding where he's where he's playing against like five eleven, you know, five eleven people, five eleven dudes who like also have a day job? Like, are we doing that? But like, okay, so but going back to no one's gonna guard Shaq. No one could guard Shaq. No one in history, in history, if it was one, if it was one on one against two thousand and one Shaq, no one's gonna guard him. Period. He was too big, too long, too skilled. Period. Too powerful, the most dominant force ever. Yeah. But if you play, but if you played Shaq, same two thousand one Shaq today in today's game, he'll be out the league. He'd be out the league. The reason if why? You, if you had Orlando Magic Shaq, yeah. or even first two year Lakers Shaq, okay, he could play in the league right now today, he and he and he would dominate. He would not. He would Orlando, not. I guarantee. I've I watched Shaq when he played at LSU. Bro, bro, I, I'm 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 telling you, Shaq's I love you. I I love Shaq's game. I love what Shaq has done for LA Lakers. 
Shaq takes about 10 seconds on the clock to do his do his pad down move. The second, the second he misses, the 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 ball is gonna get thrown 15 feet to a guy who's running in an instant two. And then he has to do, do the same thing over and over. What happened is that the 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 biggest thing that Detroit has done, right? Against us was to show you how to beat Shaq in 2004. Was that to basically you press up on all your guards from from full court to the point where you, they take about 10 seconds off the clock, right? And so now you have 14 seconds left in the clock to push it into Shaq in the post, who already who couldn't get it in the in the in the main post, but in the uh, but in like the pinch post, like that's a little bit that's like about 15 to 20 feet out the free throw line. So now he has it with about seven seconds left. What is he gonna do? He quick shot, miss it. Throw down 15 feet because your guys from the from the point guard position are you running backwards? That's how you beat them. That's how you. That's how most teams are beat today. Because guess what? Centers don't exist today. The only no, centers they, that they are, don't. They really don't. That's what I'm saying. So like the best the the best defensive big men right aren't really like the best defensive big men right or big men today. Even though you got guys like uh, Joel Embiid who's probably the closest thing to Shaq would still get beat by Shaq and and Joker would still get beat by Shaq. They would still run circles around him because guess what? They're all way more mobile. They have a they have a three point shot, and Joker can just dish it anywhere with each hand. I'm I'm telling you, bro. The game has evolved very much the same way to, to, to try to try it, it has evolved. I wouldn't say it's evolved for the better. I mean, um, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, they just it's don't evolved. know. They don't know how to. They don't know how to play defense because they. It is a, a, and it's the same thing in all sports for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with the NHL. It's the same thing with the NBA. It's the same thing with major league baseball is the same thing with the nfl oh you look at the nfl they have and for for good reasons they've had to modify how they play defense in the nfl i get that yeah but it has gotten ridiculous now all it is is Uh is madden it's a video game i'm just gonna say this i'm just gonna say this just uh (laughs) to 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 give you uh to give you a um what do you call it a um uh, what's that one thing? A uh, where they call a not a truce, but like whatever. Like a uh, let me give you like an out here. Watch today's game, just defensive, just like watch defensive pilots in today's game. I'm telling you, the amount of work, the, the amount of the the reason why there's a quite a, a big correlation of injuries, right? Is how much the ball moves today in offenses. You're talking about you're talking about on the regular six seven dudes. Where 10 years ago they never had to move. Now you need at least six, seven dudes who weigh about 210 pounds, right? To guard one through five from the post to the three-point line, then back to the post to the three-point line, all in possession. These guys are moving constantly, constantly, constantly. And most of the time, too, it's just an open shot and it's a two the other way, right? So yeah. Defense is there. It's just not the same OG defense that we had before where it's, oh, I'm going to guard you one-on-one and you're going to do like 20 seconds. You're going to have the ball for about 10 seconds because it's just an ISO ball now. Like, yeah, mm, eh. it's still there, but. Real quick, translating trans- transitioning from basketball to pop culture, I did finish a show on Netflix called The uh, Golden Standard or The Golden, the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? No, I the, thought you were talking about Last of Us, goddammit. I still haven't watched the last two episodes. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. If I don't watch it this week, I will watch it when I'm in San Diego. Okay. Um, with or without my wife. Um, but um, real quick, uh, there was a show. It's like the King of Collectors, the Gold Standard, or whatever. It's about Ken Golden and his um platform that he uses to sell collectibles. 
the last episode of season one, he meets with, um, excuse me, uh, Carl Malone. Yeah. And uh-huh. Carl Malone is in possession of the greatest single collection of sports memorabilia, period. He had, oh, okay, he had the jersey, game worn jersey of not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but the entire roster, game worn jersey, unwashed from the gold medal game, 1992 oh. Barcelona Summer Olympics. He had the entire rosters game worn gold medal jersey unwashed in his private collection from the dream team it must be grody as hell nowadays <laughs> he but, said his wife yeah. just said they were just throwing them in a pile and his wife started grabbing jerseys like a groupie and said this is something special you don't throw this away so he over the years got every player to sign them and got the game worn sneakers from the gold medal game, had him on display in his car dealership in Salt Lake City. That's great. And he man. handed it over to Ken Golden. I don't know if it ever sold, but think about that. You talk about the greatest collection of sports memorabilia, period. The greatest basketball team ever assembled. The nineteen ninety two dream team. Fight me. I'll be in the back. I'll be in the, the back of the building. That team was Dirty. I mean, think about it. practices were pickup games. Hall of Fame, the left wing versus the right wing. I mean, it was just like it was the ultimate NBA 2K uh, game you could ever play. Mm-hmm. And the the loser had to take um, Christian Leitner. Um, I mean, that's you're about, that's your weakest link, Christian Leitner, the one amateur on the team. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was sat there and I just went. Yeah, and before that too, he just won a double, a double, uh, an NCAA um, back-to-back NCAA championship with Duke. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's I, props to nineteen ninety-two team. Still think two thousand eight will take them. Oh, stop it! It'd be a you lot know, of fun to watch. It'd be, it'd be a fun hell of a lot of fun to watch. It'd be fun. Wait, I would definitely wait. just watch just for, strictly for like Kobe versus MJ, just for that. Because ain't no one taking LeBron. You know they would just go. <laughs> yeah, ain't no one else taking LeBron. Let's go. Ain't no one else taking LeBron. But like. Do you know who yeah, could take LeBron? That. Huh? Do you know who could take LeBron? And it'd be t- think about this. Okay. This would be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Chuck versus Braun. Yeah, it's easy. Barkley eating. versus Braun. Let him go. Just It'll let him go. Eating. Just let him go. Yeah, Barkley would eat him for lunch twice. Oh no, no, Barkley wouldn't have Barkley barely had at that point of his career, he barely had mobility. He barely had a lateral mobility. I would love to watch them. Those Whoa. two in their prime, because if people go like, there's nobody that's ever played like a LeBron James. Bullshit. Bullshit. Two men I could think of off the top of my head, Carl Malone and Chuck, Chuck Barkley, Charles Barkley, because they were big, beefy specimens. That, or even, I mean, how about Rodman versus versus one-on-one? Rodman versus LeBron. I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch that matchup. There's some great matchups. People always talk about who'd win and who'd win. LeBron, Kobe, or Michael. LeBron's not even in the conversation. LeBron's not even in the conversation. It's Kobe and Michael. Mm. And you know me. 
I'm not a Michael apologist and I'm not a Kobe apologist, but the conversation doesn't involve LeBron. Yeah. Um, the conversation involves Kobe, Michael, maybe Magic. No, and Magic. The better depiction would be Magic and and uh, the better depiction would be Magic and and LeBron. But LeBron is still I would have over Magic because one clear fact, like LeBron is the better scorer than Magic. But like, I mean, that's just me though. But and and, anyways, I, going going back, um, yeah. I just thought it was a it's a really great show. If you have a chance to watch it, so right now the two shows that I just finished watching, uh, the King of Collectors, really interesting. Uh, it takes you inside the collecting world, um, and in this day and age where you really want people want to shit on, on whatnot. If you hate whatnot, go watch this show. Cause I think it's a lot better. What Ken golden does is a lot better than what the idiots over at whatnot do. And by mm-hmm. the way, if you are even remotely thinking about, um, selling your stuff, uh, don't use whatnot. I mean, it's, it's the really and truly, I mean this, it is a pyramid scheme for collectors and it is, mm-hmm. It's it's so bad. If you I try, I just don't like- if you try and get rid of collection, if you try and get rid of like you know your excess stuff, hey man, go do you make your money however you feel like. But you know, I would still say, if you want to have your soul after after the whole thing, go with eBay. I mean, it's eBay has a lot more fees. I understand why people go to whatnot, man. But like, just overall, whatnot's getting the same thing unless you're unless you're all the way up here. You're still paying fees. That's true. That's true. You're man. still. It's- there's a reason why Chick doesn't do whatnot for Comic Asylum anymore. It's um, it's it's. Mm, Go back it, and look at some of our old episodes where Jr. got on a soapbox about freaking collector, um, and, and guys going in and just all they do is grab up variants and and bullshit. Oh, it's you know, it's yeah. The the influencer whatnot game for the longest time is just filled with so many so many fucking weird ass people. And yeah. don't don't get me wrong, I still I still follow like people who are doing whatnot right and they were yeah. doing all that. Like I understand, like hey, can't make your money, man. But like the second you do some wild shit, like get, like get freaking Peach Momoko, right? Telling people like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't do today because you know the stuff that's happening on because of whatnot people. She didn't say that specifically, but like, like come on, man. Come Speaking on. of which, so we said Rose Besh is not coming to San Diego Comic Con, but yeah. Peach Momoko is first time on the West Coast. Peach Momoko will be making her appearance at San Diego Comic Con. You can go to her. Instagram page for more information about your chance to get a um, commission. I believe the commissions might already be closed. I think she just announced it like two days ago. Uh, The special guest for San Diego Comic-Con this year, I'll read through the guest list, Mm -hmm. is um, some of these I don't know, but I'm just going to read it anyway. Steens, um, Victoria uh, Aviard, Mm -hmm. uh, Darcy Darcy Little Badger. Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on one second. Glasses back on. Uh, Jerry Beck, Jim Benton, Holly Black, J. Scott Campbell, uh, Alex DeCampi, Ricardo Cate, Janice Chiang, Becky Cloonan, Felicia Day, uh, Joe. No, Felicia Joe Day. Is on? Wait, wait, go, wait, wait, wait. Go back up. Felicia, Felicia Day? Day. Felicia Day. Felicia Day, though? Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me like try to like because Felicia Day is a yeah. Holy shit! Okay. Hey. Um, Joe Duffy has canceled. Um, uh, Mark Evanier, Barbara Freelander, Bill Griffith, Simon mm-hmm. Hanselman, Junji Ito, 
JRJR, John Romita Jr., um, mm-hmm. Keith Knight, Jim Lee, Todd McFarlane, Frank Miller, Stephen Notley, uh, no, Kristen, Christopher Paolini has backed out, Joe Caseda, yeah. P. Craig Russell, Ben Saunders, mm-hmm. Linda Sajic, um, Stefan Sajic, John Semper, Scott Shaw, Bo Smith, Jeff yeah. Smith, Rachel Smythe, uh, Matthew South Southworth, Mary Spath, Garth Stein, William Stout, J. Michael Strzeginski, uh, Mariko Tamaki, oh, Reina Telgemer, mm-hmm. Ben Templesmith, mm-hmm. Maggie Thompson, Ron Turner, Ben Walker, David F. Walker, Lee, uh, Lee Weeks, and Martha Wells. Now, you talk about a murderer's row there in the middle. And mind you, these are special guests, which means these will have special signing in the sales pavilion throughout the weekend. You'll want to look at the exclusives um, portal for your chance to uh, get in the raffle to get tickets for that. That is, yeah. I believe, usually is a, uh, a, a wristband only. And I was, I, yeah, I was going to say, too, actually, uh, we haven't been on in about a month or so. And with that, within that month, actually, just uh, because I heard his name, Junior. Uh, Senior Pastor. Great- the great, yeah, John Romito's John Romito's senior passed away on the 12th of June. So I know we haven't really been on for that one. And so just again, to give out big props to the, yeah. one of the greatest, one of the greatest artists of all time. And you know, what's funny is as humble, yeah, as humble as he is, you know, he if you ever have a chance, if you can find it, it's tough to find nowadays. It might be on AMC Plus now, but um, if you can find, I know it was on Amazon Prime for a while is comic book men was kevin smith's kind of uh it was kind of like a play on like a um pawn stars and they had there was an episode where they had jrjr come on and um they talked about how great he was um and he goes nah dude my dad was way better and really and truly for a generation john ramita senior was was the Spider-Man guy was the Spider-Man guy. The, the first one obviously was um, Kirby Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Oh, it wasn't Kirby. It was, um, he just died like in the last five or 10 years. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Dude. He was the one that was the artist for, for dream. Ditko. Uh, Ditko. Steve yeah. Ditko obviously was the OG. Ditko was the OG. He, Ditko Stan Lee did the writing. But really and truly, Spider-Man went from here to the freaking stratosphere because of John Romita Sr. Yeah, you're talking about like the pivotal like art coverage of like what the first one that comes to mind is a uh, is um, Spider-Man No More, where you, you you see Peter leaving his Spider-Man, uh, leaving his Spider-Man exactly um, costume right about. in the trash. So like that's one of the ones that I'm always constantly remembering, as well as a bunch of other ones too. I, remind, me if I, remind me if I'm correct. He. He did the uh, the pivotal Gwen Stacy um, death, right? Remember correctly? Death of Gwen yes, Stacy. Yes, that was his cover. Um, do I have any Ramita Senior covers? Yeah, was it was it, it was either him or Ditko that also did uh, that also did um, uh, oh my gosh, you what's what's the uh, what's Spider Man's first villain? The uh, oh my gosh, the 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 Vulture. Was it? Ditko. I think it was Ditko that did the Vulture. I thought because I'm I forgot specifically when I know that I know that's early, super early Spider-Man too as well. But like I just forgot 
if it was either Ditko or John Romita. But, but yeah, so yeah, the the one that Jr. is talking about, one of the probably the most iconic panels yeah. splash pages in comic book history is this one yep. of of Spidey throwing his. Um, What's the also? Yeah, the also the first Prince of Fisk as well. Yeah, so the book the um that one oh, shit. The I cover. have this book. I have this cover. Oh yeah, I have that one. Um, but the one that JR is talking about, the Wilson Fisk issue, or like I, I think it was it. yeah, with Aunt May on it. Um. Oh, by the way, I have this book. This is a JR. I'm going to be taking this one with me to get signed. I just, I really like that one because it was a, kind of an homage book to um his dad. But the book that JR is talking about, if I can find it, damn it. Yeah, just John I Maria just senior fifty. It makes it Spider-Man fifty. Yeah. So this is First, here. There's a yeah. Yeah, the actual Spider-Man No More cover. Yeah. So um yeah, that that's a, a pinnacle uh JR senior um cover and and uh Ramita Jr. has done a great job. I think Ramita Jr. has also done a great job for his legacy and his dad's legacy because he really takes on a lot of cons. I mean, this is a guy that obviously is a special guest. I mean, he's, yeah. this is top. He's getting paid thousands of dollars, if not more, uh, to be in San Diego as a special guest. But this is the kind of guy that also turns around and goes to Comic-Con Revolution. Yeah. He's, and, he's low key as well, man. Yeah, he's super chill. Um, but then think about that murderer's row, though. Jim Lee, Campbell, McFarlane, mm -hmm. JRJR, and mm -hmm. Joe Caseta. I mean, yep. that is... Right there, amongst other names. So, yeah. if you're interested in getting autographs from those uh, people, then you're going to want to go on the Comic Con portal. If you have a badge, I don't mm -hmm. know if portals are open now. And trying to get your name in the raffle to get tickets for those signatures, I believe Campbell will still appear at his booth, which is probably one of the um, the best um, booths in. Um, what's that? Bang for your buck. Oh, absolutely. Um, and people go like, oh, it's so expensive. And I'm like, I, I it bro, like he sells those singular copies for like 30 to 40 dollars on his website. Like you get like eight of them, ten of them. Like, bro, you're instantly getting your bet you're instantly getting your money back, like with just three of those comic books. Like, bro, come on now. Real quick, but, oh, uh, yeah. if you're joining us, uh talk a little bit more about Comic Con. He is Jer Kombakungan at also not Jer Comics 42 on Instagram. Uh, at Voice of Reason 23, yours truly, Kevin Pillow. Um, I do know that our boy Ryan Kincaid is not going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Um, the I had the list. Um, give me one second, I think I've got the list somewhere. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this too. Uh, and I, I know you're hearing this right now, Kev. I also want to say this too of like those who aren't showing up, and one person individually. An individual who was a favorite of mine, favorite, a favorite uh, writer of mine, who hasn't been doing comics for years now, which is crazy to me, is the one, the only, the uh, the at uh, one point the the rocker boy for Marvel. I, for some reason, I just blanked on his name right now, but he hasn't been around for a while. One second. Um, you talking about? Are you talking about Jason Aaron? No, no, not Jason Aaron. Um, I'm talking about um freaking he did Venom. 
Oh, Donnie, yeah, Donny, uh, Donny Cates. He hasn't been around in yeah. a while. The last, um, the last comic he did, right, for Marvel, was his Hulk run, right? And and it was it was a crazy, crazy run. People were people were kind of shocked. Yeah, he's not on the list. It. Yeah, the people kind of shot it because like how it was a weirdly it was a it was right after um the Immortal Hulk run, and so it was a different it was from a different spear. And I felt like that was a good thing to do because like it would get one from super serious like super zany, and you kind of need that. Like he did he did like Hulk eleven, I think, of that run, and he just dropped off, man. Uh citing a bunch of stuff like uh personal personal mental health issues and just as well as like he 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 was on the interwebs. He was getting a little political, a lot more so. And, and granted, like he, uh, I understand that he got he took a lot of hits from a lot of sides because of it. Uh, he I'm may be fine. Man. He may be one of those writers too that are choosing to pass on the convention because in kind of in sign of solidarity with the the Hollywood writers. I know a lot I mean, of them are doing that. I'm, uh, that like, bro, he hasn't been he hasn't been doing any comics since like 2000. 21 i think though. yeah um so. just to name a few uh that are going to be in artist alley now their special guests those are guaranteed they're going to be up in the sales pavilion they're going to be signing with um uh a special exclusive signature area these are going to be the artist alley now there's also going to be artists like j scott campbell is not an artist alley he has his own booth um i don't know if art germ is going to be in San Diego. I haven't done the research. I'm going to be um, probably think, if you're going to if you want to join our Instagram account uh, yeah. at Vo or, sorry at uh, PS Comics. I love you on Instagram. Uh, we'll be doing some live streams on Instagram as I sort through my comics uh, mm -hmm. probably next weekend. Um, I think he is because he uh, he put out an exclusive on his on his thing that he's going to be on. It's going to be at what's called. Okay. It's going to, yeah. So maybe. Um, Agnes Garbaska. I believe that's the one that usually does like. Um, um my little ponies oh, or okay. yeah uh amy chu is a writer really nice if you have a chance if you really want to get an insight on what a writer does um in comics go to her booth she usually doesn't have a massive line um and really is down to earth and will really give you a lot of insight on uh on the the art the art of writing um Beth Satello, of course, the one who famously um, snuck into one of our live chats on one of our shows. Beth Satello is a uh, She's colorist. Awesome. She's awesome. Um, going through here. Yeah, there's not a lot of names in Artist Alley. A lot of no-namers that you can kind of get, you know, up-and-comers, the people that are just kind of like getting their name out there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the um, incomparable David Mack is back. David Popose. Don Ho, Don Win, Dustin Win, mm -hmm. um, and of course that's spelled with N G U Y G E and spelled that mm -hmm. way. Um, Ed Edwin Huang, Elvin Hernandez, uh, Ethan Castillo, uh, Greg Espinoza. Um, oh god, excited there for a second! I said Jessica Chobot. I'm like, yes, it's Je Jacob Chobot. Chobot. Uh, about um so yeah jim J jim shang shung shwang c-h-u-u-n-g oh, no. i don't know jody hauser is a good writer um katie cook joe gomez joe phillips 
kind of a he's a larger than life person, just really funny. Um, John Von Glee, let's see, going through here, really kind of a uh, lackluster from a name standpoint, like a just a big uh, Matt Matt Banning. Um, he's kind of a uh, a staple. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Hebb, Mike Dooney. Not seen a lot of names. Ron Lim, of course, legend. Ron Lim, Jacob Koblish, Scott Williams. Um, who's the guy that always works with? Oh, Sinclair, Alex Sinclair. Mm. Name's not on the list. That's a first, but he's gonna be there. Alex Sinclair's gotta be there. He's always right next mm. to Scott Williams' booth. I mean, there's there's also a possibility that we just have like like every Comic Con in the history of forever, there's going to be names dropped day of. Oh yeah. They're going to, they're going to find like a bunch of like up and coming artists from like, that's doing DC stuff to Marvel stuff right now. Like, Hey, let's get you a booth. And we'll, you know, we'll, yeah. uh, since it's kind of a dead comic con per you know, per se, you know, we'll kind of like wipe away the stuff and have you appear or there, blah, blah, blah. The one name I'm surprised isn't there is Adam Hughes, which that's, but Adam Hughes also is the type of person that will show up um, uh, and yeah. will and he'll appear Loki. in a booth. He he'll be on the on the exhibit floor. He won't be an artist alley. That's right. Yeah, he's he, he'll be low key. He'll be uh, he'll be uh, he'll be Actually, attached to somebody to another to another. He'll, big yeah, he'll thing. be at uh, his own. Yeah, he is usually with. Fuck, who is he with? Who's that one artist one though? It's not. It's not comicbookartist.com. Unknown com. Not unknown comics. No, no, no. Oh man, it's been a minute. I heard from them. Man, that's crazy. But yeah, just uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's uh, I, I will say this Comic Con is is an interesting one in this perspective because it's the first one without a bunch of stuff that is also is, dealing with. Yeah, COVID. this is also the first COVID. one to that. Um, this is the first really kind of. Last year was different. There was a lot of people that still didn't want to come to Comic Con last year because of the COVID restrictions. Yep. There's one they're recommending you still wear a mask, but the, there's no COVID restrictions. Yeah. So, um, I mean, gra- granted, too, I think this would have been the best year for if I would have went to Comic Con, this would have been the best year for me. Probably. But, like, at the same time, it's like I probably still would have got those co- crazy Comic Con prices for like hotels and stuff. So, I don't know if I wanted to do that. Oh, no, you would get me started with those. Um, know. Let me see exhibitors. I'm just kind of looking to see if they have um, Adam Hughes. Adam Hughes is going to be in the exhibit hall, so Adam Hughes will be there. Okay. Um, Eddie Granov. Eddie Granov. Oh snap! That's, that's a name I've heard in a minute. Uh, Alex Ross will be there. Was art store will be there. And then art germ, art germ, art germ. He'll be there most likely, or like, or someone attached to his, uh, to his company. Yes. Yeah, th- oh, oh, there you go. Aspen Comics will be back. That's go to. That's good. Um, if, if you ever have a chance, if you if you don't know where to spend your money, go to Aspen Comics. Good people. Um, good people. They're awesome. Absolutely good, good people. people. And then, what was the other one? No, what's the other place do you like to go to? Uh oh, yeah, Stranger Comics. Hey, they'll be there. Stranger um, Comics, man, I, I cannot wait, dude. Um, they're still a couple years away, possibly from um, getting their uh, their world in HBO format. 
so yeah that's gonna be freaking cool man i, I want i would love to talk more about it but the name man if if y'all at Comic-Con, give them uh, give them a look. If you want to talk about, you know, pushing, not, not wokeism, but, like, pushing, like, proper storytelling in the sense of, like, having multi, um, uh, uh, not multiracial, but, like, just, you know, uh, color, uh, characters of, of uh, uh, characters of color, look up Stranger Comics. You want to talk about, like, the, the world of Asuna and, like, derivative, like, straight up, like, oh, you want to talk about, you know, African heroes and all that stuff, or at least, like, uh, the base of, like, what african uh heroes and superheroes look like do that <laughs> we're gonna go roll and yeah put that out bro that's our uh the audio our, uh... listeners the, the... <laughs> The audio listeners that did get to see this, it says the black box for the Ocean Gate submarine has been found, and it's a PlayStation 2 8 megabyte yeah, <laughs> memory for, card for, cartridge. For for those of our audio listeners who are still out there listening, uh, the, the timestamp oh, will probably be one hour and 54 oh, minutes. Shit. <laughs> or 53. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to send that to you, JR. I'm going to send that to Atner. I hate you so much. But I'll go with yeah, so again, oh. just wait. Just I've been on this freaking Stranger Comics train for a very fucking long time, yo. I've been buying their stuff. I've been, uh, I, I know, I, I know the owners and stuff. I know the artists. We're cool. We've been chilling. I've been my my myself and my family and my friends have been supporting these guys, these amazing, amazing people for so long, and I cannot wait for them to just eat and feast when it's their time, bro. So yeah, when it's like HBO, right? And y'all motherfuckers online, right? Talk about like, hey, we don't want y'all here. Yeah, like, bro, I've been here. We, we want when people want to do that crazy ass shit like uh gatekeeping like oh we, we only only certain fans can do this can 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 celebrate the show like bitch were you there when you when I bought were you I didn't see you when you had bought the virgin variant of issue five <laughs> I didn't see you there right I, I don't want yeah. that type of stuff man it's like I've I've been here I've been supporting that I'm supporting Stranger Comics for a while man I want them to eat I want them to feast I want them That's to be I the mean. best show on HBO when they come out all right it's like I'm gonna focus better watch that shit. So, let me see. Yeah, uh, I I'm not. I, I also cannot believe you sent me that, bro. <laughs> I cannot believe. I, I shout out to um my better half who sent that to me. Um, so there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the freaking theme song. <laughs> oh shit! Now, um, I am not. Uh, no, you didn't. I am not seeing anything confirmed yet um, about Stanley Lau Art Germ um, being at Comic Con. Now he was not there last. He wasn't. No, he was not there last year. It was Derek Chu and somebody else was there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Derek Chu and Art um, Germ um, SDCC twenty twenty three. Um. Um, there is a exclusive that will be debuting Titan Comics exclusive, including Conan the Barbarian number one, which is a um, exclusive foil art germ. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, Comic Con. Is it, is that the recent one? Oh my goodness! If that's the one, bro, I'm about to send you a picture. 
This is the foil cover um, of Conan the Barbarian art germ. I, I don't think I've ever seen this cover. It's kind of cool. That is going to be a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive art germ cover. But again, no official word on art germ attending San Diego Comic-Con. Um, let's see here. One second. I'm fucking up for now, too. Hold because, up. Oh, because there's, oh, there's a Wonder Woman cover. Good God. Yeah. Oh, that's June 16th. Yeah, that's the one. That's the uh, Wonder Woman one by Tom. Oh, that's right. Tom King is doing it. And I, I don't know if that's this. I don't know if that's the uh, the variant they're coming out as well, or just the regular variants. I'm gonna show. You, I'm gonna send it to you right now, bro. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll cover that because, like I said, um, di, um, you just mentioned his name. He's always right next to Art Germ. Um, bro, I love that cover. I love bro. that cover. Bro, yo. I mean, like that's be that will be coming from the new. Wonder Woman one with a a new Wonder Woman. I think. Hey, did you ever get your uh, your WonderCon book? No, back? not yet. I, I I talked to the guy right, and I, t I texted him. Uh, we've been exchanging messages. Like, yeah, they said uh, uh, they he told me that uh, a couple times that um, we call it CGC got back to him saying, yeah, they should have been sent out. And I talked, and he talked to me like, yeah, um, it should be sent out. It should be sent out sometime this week or next week. But if you haven't got it, like, I can always either send you another one or just pay you back. I'm like, I you want? I want that book, dude. That book was sick. That's the Power Girl one, right? Power Girl. No, yeah, Power Girl. It's Power Girl. And it was the one, one that hadn't even come out yet. It was the one that was coming out like the week after or something. Uh, no, no, it came out. It's just that it came out already. It's just that he was saving some so he could do he could just do oh, personal remarks on it. And so, like, I oh. in, initially I want that cover CGC. Because I paid two hundred and some dollars for it, yeah. right? But like, if it doesn't come, like, hey, like, I got no. It, his, the The artist's name is Jack. Is a uh, forget. Let me see. I have it. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Will Jack. Will Jack art. Oh like, yeah, that's it. That that's the guy we met at. at he's at cool. WonderCon. Oh, he was super cool. He's cool. He's he's nice. Yeah, there's no hate to him. Nothing like that. It's just more so. I get it. You know, like sometimes, you know, shit, shit just happens. CGC stuff like that. Granted, like I'm gonna give it another week or so. I'm saying, hey, I'm a, and if it doesn't come, I'm gonna say, hey, has it come in yet? Um, I would love to buy your stuff in the future, but I will. I'll probably most likely ask for a refund because like there's stuff I need to pay off, man. I need I need my new glasses for myself. So this is that. Just uh, if it comes through, I'll just freaking hopefully I'm myself a cash. I'm just fucking just pay the guy. <laughs> pay the All guy right. But, uh, yeah. This is we'll get more information. Like I said, this is the this was the first draft of Artist Alley that came out. Mm -hmm. Like Jared mentioned, there are people that are gonna get um yep. they're gonna pull out and they'll get artists to come in at the last minute. But um art germ, I'm wondering if maybe the shine is off a little bit on him. Uh hmm. universally hmm. because he's not he's not the hot. I mean, he's solid. He's oh, he's solid. solid. He is yeah. right there with Campbell, right there yep. with Adam Hughes. Yep. He's legendary status, but he's not the it guy right now. Yep. And neither he's, is he, even Derek Chu. He's but, he's known as the modern he's like one of the modern kings right now. He's fine. Yeah. But the problem is is that the two big names out there that are absolutely mm -hmm. white hot, Say like it. like Art Germ was a few years ago, is Rose Besh and Peach Momoko. 
Still. Still. He's been going on three years now. Strong. Yeah. Um, and I was not a fan of it first. I was not a fan of Peaches first. But JR beat that drum, and I came around mm-hmm. on it, and her artwork is amazing. Told you. Peach Momoko is like David Mack. I could hang a Peach Momoko print in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I can care. I, I want to put there's a print of David Mack, uh, of Jessica Jones in bed, um, mm-hmm. in just their bed sheets and stuff like that. It's a beautiful picture. Bro. I believe I have it hanging in my office right now. Uh, but it's like that's a picture I'd hang in my bedroom. Yeah. Peach bro, Momoko, there are certain bro, covers I, I would. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I got you off. Like, yeah, just like I'm telling you, if you if Peach goes full image, right? And just let, just let they just let her do whatever the hell she wants. Some of her more, some of her more gory work that I remember her do, right? When she wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily doing a lot of the the comic the Marvel covers, dude. I'm talking about full on like horror esque. Oh yeah. I, Bro, that shit was fucking sick. Like, like I think she did a Junjo Ito cover where like a girl's eye was hanging out, right? And like it was a circular thing. I'm like, dude, bro, these are some artwork pieces. Like, you, um, these Japanese artists, bro, are killing it. Rather than yeah. Grant's Rosebesh isn't Japanese, but like still, like very much it's in the same style. It, it, Rose yeah, Bash yeah. is more, it's like a style. Yeah, the, the um, animation style right now is, is hot, hot, hot. And I wish so badly, because I would wait in line. I wish Maria Lavette would come to Comic-Con. I, I cherish the day that she gets to come to the to the United States, but she just doesn't leave Europe, mm-hmm. um, yeah. doesn't do a lot of cons. Yeah. Um, but she is super cool, very interactive with her fans. I mm-hmm. remember DMing her on instagram um after picking up some of her books at the um at not aspen but at boom studios booth which is another one you should uh you can find some diamonds in the rough at aspen comics and boom studios um and if they go back if they do bring the boom studios booth back like they have in the past that is you can find some epic books at boom studios but um but again this is stuff that we can talk about throughout the, the rest of the week to join us um, don't forget to subscribe to our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and our our Twitch channel for updates on upcoming live videos. Do you want may want to subscribe to our, our Instagram page as well because we might upload some um, some live streams there. Uh, going through my long boxes um, this this upcoming weekend, and of course I will be live streaming from our Oceanside Studio. Yep. Uh, next week when I head down there, I'll be in San Diego a week from tonight. So I will probably be live streaming either Sunday night or mo- um, most of the day on Monday. I will try to do a recap. Uh, I might try to jump on here. Maybe not necessarily with JR, but I'm going to try to jump on at night um, when I can yep. uh, to do a quick recap. Um, or maybe I'll do it on the train. Who knows? Um, but yeah, be looking for that on our social media accounts. Also, one more thing. Before we leave, hey Kev, Yo. did you did you finally finish? No, you didn't. I got I got stuck okay. going back and forth between two planets, and um, I lost. There was one day my my son and I we were playing, and we spent hours on a planet. And Jr. was talking about um, Jedi Survivor. Multiple stuff, multiple stuff. I will say, but yes, I want to. I want this. I want this question answered as well. I 
most likely will be taking the PlayStation 5 with me to San Diego um, and will be playing some Jedi Survivor. I had every intention of playing this weekend. A lot of stuff got in the way. um, And um, I'll probably play throughout the week. uh, But I've got a lot of stuff I have to get ready for San Diego. Also, this is all I'm going to say is a massive announcement for this show potentially coming out in the next three to four weeks. Um, That's all I'm going to say. Also, by the way, um, just to give you guys a heads up, at the conclusion of San Diego Comic-Con, we are going to go on a hiatus. It will be the conclusion of season three for us of of uh, PS Comics I Love You and season 4 should reboot uh or, re- or sorry we should debut sometime in early August. Yeah. But uh yeah, we're going to take a uh uh a much needed break. Yeah. Um allow us to come to rejuvenate those creative juices. Um we will I I'll, I'll take it tell you what. The first episode I promise you the first episode of season one, mm-hmm. or sorry, of season four, yeah, will be a full wrap up of Secret Invasion. Okay, I'll, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say this as well. Did you fin- because my original question was this: August, August is coming around to our favorite girl. Yes, I did finish Rebels. Okay, there you go. I finished Rebels a long time ago. There you go, Dave Filoni. Hold up, hold on. Oh, we gotta put a hashtag on it. Put a, there it is. Hashtag felonious. You finally caught up. You finally I'm caught up. caught up. Um, I talk about it eventually. Yeah. Um, I got to process it all. Um, I was a little burnt out with Star Wars. Not not in a bad way. Just need a little me time. I am not ready to jump into Bad Batch yet. But I don't. Doesn't sound like it's going to be necessarily. Um, imperative. For, um, I mean, I'm not saying. Well, there's one character, but we met the character in Rebels season three, season two, season three, season three. Dead. Anyways, um, also going back to um to the Marvel panels too. I want to put a put a little bow on this. Um. The only thing I think that Marvel has in production right now, or actually it's done, it comes out in the fall, is the Marvels. Mm-hmm. And then they have Deadpool 3, which is due out sometime next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude, crazy rumors from that one, too. Oh, my gosh. Deadpool 3 could end up being the worst movie ever made or the greatest movie ever made. Bro. Based on con- – because everyone's like, oh, this is a bunch of lame cameos. But imagine – Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, handling those cameos, especially the one that was made official over the weekend. What was the crazy one that was? What was the crazy rumor that came about where it was like, um, the uh, oh my gosh, dude, who was it? That was like it was supposed to be an X Men, like all the original X Men are coming back. Yes. So uh, real quick, we'll, we'll end on this. The the pretty much guaranteed, um returning x-men are was it james marsden 
Mm-hmm. Cyclops. Famke, uh, Famke, um, the original uh, Jean Grey. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, Wolvie. Yeah. Um, it was another one. Supposedly, Halle Berry coming back as as Storm, uh, Storm which as well as someone goes. Well, she's yeah. old now. She's over fifty. I'm like she still looks better than bro. probably most of the twenty year olds out there. Yeah, it's like, bro, stop it, stop. No. Have you have you not seen some of these 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 older women? Have you not seen some of Hyagner? No, we're not talking about that. Ooh, we don't know. We can't go there. <laughs> can't go can't there. Can I go there? Gonna but like okay. Also, like just um, like, who else? Uh, uh, what's going there? Uh, the the girl who played Rogue. I think I think she was. Yeah, uh, I think I think she's coming back. Um, yeah. I just saw her in a movie, an old old flick. Um. She was great. Anna Paquin. Uh, but the big, the dark horse, Channing Tatum coming yeah. to finally get to play yeah. Gambit. Yeah. And there's a possibility that the Gambit that we did get also might appear in Deadpool 3. We're also going to get Ben Affleck as yep. Matt Murdock. Yep. That's a rumor, but guaranteed, confirmed is... Jennifer Garner, Garner coming back as Electra Nakios. That's crazy. Uh, to, re, to, to, to return as her version of Electra. Uh, not to mention that Dopender, um, yeah. teen, uh, Teenage Negasang on Warheads coming back. Yu, uh, Yu, Yurio, what's her name? Yeah. Yukio. Yukio. Uh, Yukio. Yukio. Yeah. Um, Blind Al is coming back. Domino is not coming back. So that it's was easy. Sad. Um, yeah, she's not coming back and supposedly the big rumor that we might get, this is just a big rumor is, um, what's the guy's name that played cable? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Might be making his day his return to Deadpool to play not one but two roles. <laughs> Thanos and that is a rumor that supposedly <laughs> he could be, and that we might see a version of Josh Brolin's Cable kill a version of Josh Brolin's Thanos. Could that not be the greatest Deadpool scene? <laughs> the most meta thing ever this yeah. movie could big be the biggest pile of dog shit ever or it could be the greatest movie ever made here's the thing i will say about this it's very deadpool <laughs> it is so deadpool it is very they're, deadpool. and they're saying that you know what you know what they're saying that this movie is based on what deadpool deadpool kills the marvel universe oh god that's right and that's how and that's how he gets to the mcu is he has to go through the universe and Autocorrect the entire universe kills everybody and kills everybody to it's like see what i did i did this for you but actually no the biggest uh cliff uh, cliffhanger is that um is what could show up at the end of the movie um and that is a very unique tie-in is uh owen wilson mm. uh oh. tom hiddleston that's right. And uh of course uh your girl. Um oh my gosh, what's her name? Yes. She plays uh uh everybody. Huh? She she played no 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 not her. Oh not, not her. her. 
Not her. Your girl that plays Raven. She also plays Harley Quinn in animated form. Oh, uh, wait, no, that's not my girl. Talking about Rachel. You talking about Coco? No, the girl that does the voice. Oh, oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, what she the did? French toast is her name? She plays Miss Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we could see Miss Minutes, Loki, and uh, Mobius yeah. uh, end up at the end of um, of Deadpool mm-hmm. three with a tie-in that Deadpool could be the key to Secret Wars. Um, and that we could actually see through Deadpool three, the evolution heading towards Secret Wars. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Who is, by the way, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you have to. Two yeah. people right now that you should be following on on Instagram just for just pure Comic Con goodness um, is um, Tara Strong. And I cannot remember her first name. I'll get it here in just a second. Um, And that would be Emily Swallow. Emily Swallow, you're like, who the French toast is that, Kevin? Um, Is the armor from Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. And her and Tara Strong are freaking hilarious on Instagram. Worth the follow. Please do give them a follow. And um, so, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, uh, real quick, wrapping it up. He is Jared Kamakugan, also not Jared Comics 42 on Instagram. The link is in the bio for his eBay page. No joke. He's got all the great sales going on right now. Mm-hmm. And yours truly, Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter from time to time. Yeah, um, I haven't decided on threads yet, but I think we will create a threads for PS Comics. I love you because yeah. if it sucks, we're not going to delete it. But if, if thread <laughs> sucks, I'm not going to delete it my is. Instagram account. No, no, no we're not. Also, just real quick, uh, favorite character from Rebels? That can't be Ahsoka. Favorite character from Rebels? Sabine. Okay, I say if it's not Sabine, we can't be friends. <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough. Now, the average fan mm-hmm. is going to want me to say Ezra Miller, Ezra, yep. Ezra, Ezra, or um, or Ezra oh my God. Bridger? As I'm gonna say this right now. Ezra Bridger, not Miller. Ezra Bridger is a bigger whiny little bitch than Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker combined. 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 And yet they still somehow twisted him around to be someone <laughs> really decent. He just I but I will say this. He showed up. He showed up. He Late does. Game. Great ending. I'm not gonna spoil it. I know it's a 10 year old comic or 10 year old show action you know, rebel season no. three is not that long, but uh, Kanan, 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 yep, Kanan, Kanan, yeah, Kanan, yep, played voiced by um, Freddie Prince, Freddie Prince Jr., yep, phenomenal job, killed it, killed it. And the rant that JR and I, I sent JR this rant that he did, and he is not a fan of the gray, the gray. Uh, uh, a lot of Jedi's, stuff. which yeah. we could talk about that. We'll we will get into Star Wars more in season four of PS Comics. I love you. <coughs> we might even bring up that video. I might play it. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Amazing job at uh, Kanan. Ezra Ezra Bridger, whiny little bitch. Um, Hera, 
Sindala. great leader. I really, really am looking forward to seeing. She's played by what, Elizabeth Winstead. Mary, oh. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's crazy. Really looking forward to how they do uh, do that. Um, yep. But I really want them to do Sabine justice. And I will be kind of curious is that obviously at this point in the show, because it's they say it's, uh, Ahsoka is going to basically be um, uh, Rebel season five. Yeah, is where it takes place. Is it before yeah. or after the events of Mandalorian season three? Mm-hmm. And that will answer the question about who has the dark saber. But we know it's not Sabine. Though. Sabine, uh, by the end of Rebels, does give up. Spoiler alert. Thank um, you. Does give up the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the dark saber but sabine has somebody else's lightsaber and is training so could we see the latest jedi mandalorian in ahsoka season one i that's the part i'm looking forward to the most and i think that's why because we made that that top five a couple of a couple of months ago about yeah. who our battle five would be and i said ahsoka um Jedi Jedi Leia um Anakin from Clone Wars Mace Windu and uh oh and uh Bo-Katan Kree yeah Sabine's in there now yeah I would probably if they go the direction that I'm hoping they go with Sabine I would be willing to bump Mace Windu. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And Mace Windu is considered to be the greatest light, the greatest swordsman Duel. outside of 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 Yoda yeah. and the Jedi. No, um, what's the other one too? He was actually um who he got beat. Oh my god, dude, what's his name? Yoda's uh Yoda's uh Yoda's oh, uh, uh um yeah, it's Mace Windu. Yoda and um Count Dooku. Count Dooku, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Cool. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting, man. Come because cause, and the people go like why dark why Count Dooku? Count Dooku is the one who trained um General Grievous. Yeah, he's um, a pure he was a pure duelist. Yeah, pure, pure, pure duelist. yeah. That's why he had the stance that he did. And um hands down, Christopher was it Christopher Lee? Yeah, that played uh, the the amount of credit that he gave the Star Wars franchise and the the love that he showed for the, the Star Wars franchise. Uh, I I have all the the love and respect for him yeah. and you know, for a guy who's as accomplished of an actor as he is, and he came in and did this this silly little role in a silly little star uh, space opera, and he brought credibility to it, and he. Not only about credibility by just being in the movie, but by basically speaking credibility about it, saying um, the the fans are passionate. I love the storytelling, and I love the character that they created. He loved the the whole idea of Count Dooku and what he stood for. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's again, that's probably another. Trust me, there's going to be a hell of a lot of Star Wars probably in in season four of PS Comics. I love you because yes. Marvel just ain't doing it for me lately. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, 100%, bro, 100%. Now, Secret Invasion is good. I'm enjoying Secret Invasion. Yeah. 
But I just, God dang, if I'm not looking forward to freaking Ahsoka right now, bro, I'm I'm telling, like we said before, man. Good God, man, COVID did a number on Marvel properties. COVID did a number on Marvel properties, man. You see, you can definitely see, a hundred percent, definitely see a lot of the cracks because of like, because of like what happens when you're not dealing with a full team. So yeah, and I think that you're gonna start to see the the bits and pieces. It's going to take a couple of films, and I think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why they're not bringing anything to San Diego Comic-Con, is it's going to take a couple of films, and they'll start to get their rhythm back and start mm-hmm. telling some stories and get the CGI crew um, some much-needed help. Um, and, I'll just, and I'll just say, just say it, the best, Spider- uh, the, best, uh, the best superhero film in the last couple of years came from Sony. And I have not seen it yet. Bro, I'm telling you, that I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. Um, I did not get to see, though I've heard some of the spoilers about The Flash. I will still watch it. I don't um, watch it. I'm watching Flash when it comes to, to, to HBO Max. Yeah, it's only I'm waiting to. I'm waiting, yeah. Uh, so, by the way, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is now available on digital. Did watch, watch it, it already. Great flick. Hands down, better than two. Probably one yeah. of the best Marvel properties in Phase 4 and Phase 5. Yeah. I would still probably say that Spider-Man um, No Way Home is probably up there. Mm. I, I will say my fa- it was my it is my favorite Marvel movie the last two years is Guardians Three. Guardians Three. I will say that it's I, I watched I just watched um, um, freaking what's called um, not much worse Man not much worse Man but Quantumania. I watched that one. Yeah. You see a lot of the cracks on that one too. Um, I feel like I feel like Spider-Man three would have hit uh, the the recent one would hit way more if I wasn't fucking spoiled on some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, that I remember that day you were pissed. I was pissed off bro, because when it happened, right? Like when it happened, I saw it happening. I'm like, okay, cool. What next, right? I was in that one next mode. What happened for that whole movie is that you're so much on the high of seeing the OGs there. Yeah, you forget like, oh snap, there's not really a story around here, and so it it. it there was, but there wasn't. Yes, um, it yeah. fell flat a lot. Like yeah. when once you get past the hype, it was rushed a lot. And you, when you get past the hype of like seeing Toby and you see Andrew, and it's, I cannot wait till we those motherfuckers come to the Sony properties of what they're doing with Spider Man because that shit'll be fire. Yeah, but I've I've had a little bit spoiled for me on the um, on the uh, across the Spider Verse, but um, I have. I'm, I can't wait to finally see that. I, I've got, I pre-ordered on digital. I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out uh, mm-hmm. on digital, but I think I'm still at least another week or so out from that. So, um, all right, guys, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, don't forget coming up next week. Whoo. You talk about a day at the theater. You've got not one, not two, but three massive movies are coming to the theater next weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. You got Barbie, Oppenheimer and um, Day of Reckoning, Mission Impossible. Yep. I actually may have technically Mission Impossible may have come out this weekend, but yeah, I think it did. Um, right. But it's crazy. See RDG yeah, back so, in the movie in the movie theaters. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. That looks fantastic. Barbie. I'll eventually see it. It doesn't look awful, but it doesn't look great. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for so much for staying up with us. Uh, we went almost about three hours, but. We talked a little bit sports. We talked about Comic-Con. We talked about the writer strike. We talked about Marvel and everything. So I'm going to bed. I'm going to try to hit the gym mm-hmm. tomorrow. And uh, 
Oh, I got a, I got an appointment tomorrow. So yeah. So what we will do another, we will do another con show probably towards the end of the week. Uh, it'll be more of a con prep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen one of our con prep shows before, hit it over uh, on uh, on YouTube. Um, I'd say that's probably the best way to view it. Just go to our YouTube page. Go to uh, youtube.com slash at PS Comics. I love you. And look back around like April uh, for the WonderCon con prep episode. A lot of good tips, um, tips and tricks. Yep. Uh, but we will do, like I said, we will do one uh, towards the end of this week, kind of a rehash on from WonderCon, plus some stuff that's uh, specific to San Diego. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you. Peace. And broadcast. Oh, I Every hit twice. Single.